call in about, sir? What can I do for you? We went to see Madonna in Charing Cross Road in a play. We got there literally 30 seconds to a minute late, and her bodyguards would not let anyone else in. You're joking. When, this, this was a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we weren't the only people late, so everyone who was standing there, after arguing with the bodyguards, decided, well, we'll go to the pub. We all piled over the road to the pub and had a nice meal and a drink. Yeah. Probably the best part of the day. So you, 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 you and all the other people that hadn't been allowed in? Yeah, there's about four or five groups of four over there, so we all went to various pubs across the road. We picked a nice one. Yeah. So, uh, go on, sorry, carry on, Martin. Yeah, so, when we came back, yeah. as, as it was half time, which is when the bodyguard said we could go in. I think they call it the interval in the world of theatre, yeah. but yes, yeah. I take your point. Yeah. But at least we didn't buy drinks in, in, in the actual uh, theatre. Yeah. At their prices, just as well, I suppose. Yeah. We, we went to sit down, but as we were going in, people coming out of the auditorium, we oh. could hear them all saying, What's a load of rubbish? Never seen oh, anything as bad as that. Superb. Now, they must have gone home because the theatre was near enough quarter empty. Really? We sat down and we thought, Well, they may be all having drinks or whatever. But yeah. as the play started the second half and the bodyguards locked the place up to let no one in or out, we realised that it wasn't quarter empty, it was actually. Nearly half empty. People had actually left. Well, Martin, are you saying that if you, w would you, were you allowed to leave, or did they lock you in? Well, the bodyguards closed the place up, and there were a guard. There was a guard by the stage. Yeah. There was a guard up in the rafters, and there was a guard at each of the rear doors. Man. So I don't think we could have got out because if they weren't letting anyone in, in, why would they let anyone out? Wow. And what, Martin? I've got to ask you: Was she as rubbish as everyone uh, who left claimed she was? I would have been booing at the end if it wasn't for the real Madonna fans who were screaming her name as if it was some sort of concert. Really? There were some, yeah. like, hardcore lunatics there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were jumping up and down screaming. I'll tell you what, you know, one thing we did find odd was that Madonna had the stage raised about two feet. Yeah. So no one could jump up and get to her. Oh, uh, really? She it, thought it, people were going to mob her in a theatre? <laughs> Obviously, the wrong sort of person goes to see Madonna, not, not theatre-going people. Yeah, I, I would have thought not. Martin, listen, thank you very much. We are asking for the most rubbish act you've ever seen, Madonna in a play. I remember there was, there was a big hoo-ha about that, and I think my, my sister tried to get tickets. Did she get tickets or not? can't remember in the end. But it, it didn't do very well, did it? It was... She's a rubbish actress. You know from her films, though. What was that Shanghai surprise? That was a stinker. That rubbish one she did with, with Guy Ritchie about doing it on an island. I think it may have even been called doing it on an island. I'm not 100% sure. Richard from Slough. Why is it? That's a lot. I went to bed with Rod Stewart's daughter, who was on MTV this week, doing one of those cribs, and it was Rod Stewart's daughter. She looks just like her dad, but like a fit version of her dad. It's weird. It's wrong, but it's Do you think good. she was sexy? <laughs> yeah, I, I do think she was sexy, but she was sailing... With Maggie. Ma oh, hello, Barry's in Watford. Hello, Barry. Hello there. Barry, how are you doing? Not, not too bad. You cheered up a bit from last week, have you? Oh, uh, Let's. Maybe we shouldn't even go there. No, no sign of. No. No. But um, I've got my lovely neighbours. Uh, they look after me. Alucky Blythe, Simon Clancy. Simon Clancy was looking after your plums, wasn't he? It, well, he's taken my hoe. Funny enough, he was looking after my allotment. He's stolen my hoe. And, and by that, I'm not referring to American slang. <laughs> 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 literally, literally a hoe. Of, um, so if you're listening, I'll have, to, I'll have that back. But no. No, that, that's, that's not why I phoned. Why have you phoned, Barry? I, I phoned about the... the, the uh, I found about the, the the worst act 
the worst act that you have seen. What, what, the worst act that you have seen? That I saw. Yeah, what, who was that? Well, I... T you well, didn't see Madonna in that play, did you? No, I didn't see Madonna in the... I don't go to the, the theatre much. No, I tell you who it was, it was, um... It was, uh, uh, I don't want to be nasty because he's trying his hardest, but... Yeah. It's the, uh... I do believe he's on Radio 2 now. Steve Wright. Yes. I, I took my grandson, Simon, uh, must be 20 years ago, to the Winter Gardens, uh, Bournemouth, and uh, Steve, Steve Wright was on doing a, doing a show, like a discovating, <laughs> a, a, a discovating thing. Yes, a discovating. Discovating, you know, discos. Yeah. And... He was, he was blue. He was blue as you like. <laughs> do you mean, do you mean a little bit, a little bit adult? He was mucky. Really? Very, very mucky. And I, and I was, I, I, I tell you something, I was appalled. And I said as much. Did you, you actually, you actually, you were talking about Steve Wright, the radio DJ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give us a break, him. Give us a break? Like hoops. Is that him? <laughs> do it again. The hairy corn, the hairy <laughs> corn man. Radio Dave, one, isn't do you it? mean Dave Lee? That's Dave Lee Travis. No, Steve Wright, the hairy corn. Steve, Dave Lee Travis is the hairy cornflake. Crack, crack, oops. Not a, no, not a him. Not get, yeah, give us a break. That's, that's. Oh, Steve. Well, Steve Wright. Give us a break. That's John Virgo, isn't it? He's no, not John. You're thinking of. Um, Did he have a beard? Jim Davis. Jim Davison. No, he's the Radio One DJ, and there's. Give us a break, it's Jim Davison. Is he's a blue. Him? He's a blue comedian. No, not him. He's a. He's on radio too, and he'd done a thing, and it was disgusting, absolutely disgusting. What? Without well, obviously, because we have youngsters listening to this show, yeah. Barry. What kind of stuff was he doing? Well, I. Well, I won't go into no details, no. but he'd done a thing where he had the young people up on stage, and my, you know, my. My grandson is only about twelve. I don't know why they let him in, and they done a thing with a cucumber. I'm All right, Barry, we'll leave. We'll yeah. leave that. So, so you actually went up to Steve Wright. Are you sure it was Steve Wright? I said to him, I said, "You, Mister Quack Quack Oops, you're disgusting." Yes. Yeah. Steve, Steve Steve Wright isn't the quack. Hang on, Maggie in Oakwood. Yeah. Maggie, can, can you help? Steve Wright isn't the quack quack Oops, is he, Maggie? No. That's Dave Lee Travis, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Well, I've got that wrong, but that's probably why he was short shrift with me, but... <laughs> Did you call him Steve Wright? No, I called him Quack Quack Oh, I'm a soppy devil. You're a silly sausage, aren't you? No, but it was not on, you know. Unless... Maggie, would you, would, uh, how do you feel about that? That's quite shocking, isn't it? To take a little 12-year-old to see a blue comedian. really shocking, yeah. I, I hope you did your usual treatment, Barry. What's that? You know, used your wife, Charlie, on it. Oh, <laughs> Maggie, will you let go of Barry's wife, Charlie, for, for five minutes? <laughs> I can't. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that, Barry? I do, yes. <laughs> no, that's... Maggie, I've got to ask you. Yes. Are you falling in love with Barry? Because you, you keep calling every time he comes on. Well, I, I, haven't, I, I didn't listen last weekend, so I don't know if Barry was on then. Yeah, he was on last week. Maggie, I where were you? I forget last I week. I know, I, I was 
Last week was very sad. He yes. was Barry was missing his Margaret. Yeah, let's leave it. Yeah, let's, let's not Aww. go back there. Yeah. I was at the party. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's all right. Yeah. Well, you brought you brought a lovely downer to everything, Maggie. We <laughs> <laughs> were having a nice chat to you. <laughs> well, I miss your Margaret Barry, and I do love you. You know. Well, that's very very nice. <laughs> very nice, and I love you too. <laughs> Barry. No. Stop it. No, that's right. Barry, listen. Thank you very much for calling in. Right, Joe. Take care. Good night. Good night. Bye bye, Barry. Ma Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for helping me there. <laughs> Hang on, you laugh like that. You laugh like Barry. <laughs> Are you the same person? Yeah, just, just, just some sort of ventriloquist or something. Maggie, very, I've got to go to a break in a second. Yeah, that's all right, darling. I heard you. Right. I heard you speaking to Clive Bull in the week. Yeah, did you hear? Yeah, I did hear. Oh right. I'm 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 disappointed. I'm trying to start a, a, a boycott. Why? Because he's been saying he's been stealing all of my phone calls. He stole Igor, Igor. He stole you. No, no, no. I speak to. I've spoken to Marcus and everything, but you're my favourite. Maggie, you are my favourite as well. You're lecker. You're raw. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. Uh, bad acts you've seen, rubbish acts, and relatives of famous people. This is Ian Lee on LBC nine seven point three. We've had a very strange phone call. <laughs> yeah, this is LBC. Of course, you had a strange phone call. Well, Agent Chris, why didn't you, did she not want to come on the air? Joe Parkson, are you listening to my show and not wanting to, phoning up Agent Chris and uh, but not wanting to come on the air? You drunk lush. Those were Chris's words, not mine. Joe Parkson, the hot showbiz correspondent, who I was listening to on uh, LBC eleven fifty two earlier on my way in. She because she does both. She's very, very good. Um, and uh, she's banging on about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which I've heard mixed things about. John Behind the Glass loves the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Agent Chris doesn't love it, and a friend of mine doesn't love it. It's 2 1 so far, so we don't know. But Joe Parkinson has just phoned up asking, was it, what was it? She's asking, are there any decent places to stay outside of London? Yeah. Barcelona? <laughs> the rest of the world? And anywhere in the world? Where she's outside of London, I don't know what she means. Joe Parkinson has called in. We think a little bit worse for wear. Maybe she's pulled. Maybe she has pulled. We don't know. I'll throw out this question to you, London, because I know you can help us. Are there any decent places to stay outside of London? I don't know if that's if that's too bad. Oh, hang on a second. The boozy yes. Joe Parkinson. Hello. Are you alright? I'm fine, Steve, um, Steve Ian. Hello, <laughs> gorgeous. Cut her off! Cut the drunk! No, 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 because I was talking to Steve earlier. Oh. I really, really, really need somewhere to stay tomorrow night. I'm what? looking for a weekend away. What's, ha what's happened? What's gone wrong? Nothing's gone wrong. Yeah, but... It's just that we were going somewhere and it's fallen through and now I've been trying Mr and Mrs Smith, I've been trying all these hotels and I can't find anywhere to stay for the night. Right, so I'm really confused, bless you. So I've got me to ask my, you... Me and my, um, me and my boyfriend, who is actually my fiancé, but I hate using that word. <laughs> You'll drop it in the conversation anyway. Yeah, wants to go away for the weekend and if anyone's got any ideas or anyone that, where we can stay that's nice, for a nice weekend, can, we, can they let me know? Is this what you do? You just use LBC as your, your own vehicle to, to find it's out the things? the first time I've done it, but I'm at Daisy Sampson's house. Oh, it's <laughs> all showbiz. And she told me to do it. She said, Joe, ring Ian Lee. Joe, are you, are you drunk? I've had a few glasses of white wine. Oh, this is cracking. This is cracking. <laughs> is Daisy Sampson drunk? 
she's not that drunk, not really. But she's quite boozy. Well, she's fairly, fairly, no, she's not boozy. Boozy's a horrible word, Ian. But, but she's, she's, okay, well, what, what, what word would you use to describe, disc describe Daisy Sampson at this very moment, Joe? Um, she just said it herself, pissed as a fart. Well, Joe, can I have a quick word with Daisy? Do you want to have a quick word? Ian wants a word. Ian wants a word. Okay. She says no. Well, put her on! I'm filling in for her in a week, so I want to talk to her. <laughs> Daisy, get on the phone, you Daisy, drunk lush! Come on, just have a quick chat, go on. Come on. I'm filling in for you. Hello, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy, are you... What is going on there? Do you Hello. need help? I do not... Oh, no, look, my phone's gone off now. I'm going to have to you back to Joe. Love you, love you, love you. So drunk. This yeah. is amazing. There you go. She's fine. Joe, does, does she... Do you both know you're on the radio now? Yes, we know. Yeah, and you're happy with this going out? Well, no, well, yeah, because I'm looking for somewhere to stay and I want some listeners to help me, please. Um, well, well, uh, Joe, would you keep listening and we'll see what we can do? Really? I mean, we just want somewhere nice and oh. romantic. All right, calm down. Don't get struck okay. Sorry. So this is how you spend your Friday evenings. You get drunk with Daisy Sampson and listen to this rubbish. <laughs> is there nothing on this? Big Brother not on or something? Are you not? Well, we're, we're not bothered about. It. Who got kicked out, by the way? I don't know. I, I'm, you're the showbiz correspondent. You should be able to tell me. Well, because I'm at Daisy's house. And are you not? Why are you not at a showbiz party or uh, uh, hanging out? No, with... I'm not doing a showbiz. Well, we're having our own showbiz party. Andrew Pierce is here. Scott Soldiers. Christo Fufas is there. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> well, and Joe, I've got to ask, why yeah. have I not received any invite to this little get together? Because you're on air, babe. I and we know that you're too sensible to come to something when you're on air. Yeah, well, that's true. I could have bunked off. I did a sickie the other week. I could do one this week. You know what? I'm really looking forward to you filling in for Daisy because that means I get we get to do our show this thing. Hooray! Hooray! Joe, listen, send my love to make the studio really cold and really freezing. Oh God, it sounds like an absolute LBC hell. But listen, send my love to everyone, particularly Christo Fufas, will you, Joe? <laughs> yeah, um, Christo, Ian Lee sends his love. Oh, tell him I send more than my love for him. Yeah, yeah Christo, you're on the radio, you drunk lush. <laughs> All right, have a lovely evening. I'll see you later. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Flipping hell. That tape, that get burn that off onto CD. Email that to everyone. That is going to do the rounds. You know when they do, they did a few years ago, like thirty years of LBC, and they had people messing up a bit. They had that that night that Steve Allen was rubbish and really really drunk. Um, they're going to play that bit. That bit's going to be in the next thirty years. That was amazing. What? I'm not being rude though. It's, it's, it's a great guest list for a party. You've got the excellent Christo Fufas. Uh, you've got Joe Parkinson. You've got Dave Sampson. You've got Scott Solder. Who's he? I don't know. But they're listening to this. They're getting boozed up and listening to this. It's not exactly rock and roll. Okay, well listen, if you can help that rather vague suggestion of anywhere that Joe Parkinson and her fiancé, uh, can spend the weekend that's outside of London, could you give us a call? 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. Oh, double. I'm sorry if that was a little bit self-indulgent. I flipping loved that. That's... This has got... This was going to be the fourth best show ever. No, no, no. This is the third best show. By quite some considerable way. Quite some considerable way. That was lovely. <laughs> that was so drunk. Daisy's going to be so annoyed that she did that. She won't remember. Uh, and what are we, so we're talking about other stuff as well. You can help us with that. We're talking about rubbish acts as well. Uh, and relatives of famous people. Uh, you, 0870 is the phone number. You can text as well. 0771 776 And email ian at Oh, we'll be talking about autographs as well after this. Joe should go to the Four Seasons in Alton. It's very romantic. It has a great spa. 
Danny Maidstone says, uh, Joe can stay at my house on her own. Well, that's not gonna happen. She's got a fiance, which she doesn't like talking about. Uh, Joe and her boyfriend are welcome to my sofa. Um, Torquay, Torquay, ooh. Torquay rocks, stay there. Uh, if you can help with that, 0771-776-0973. Uh, Rebecca is in West Norwood. Rebecca, we've kept you waiting for ages. I'm so sorry. Hi. Hello, Rebecca. We had to put a drunk woman on the air. Can you believe that? <laughs> she had some... It was really funny. She... Hey, and you're, you're lovely. Me? Uh, sorry, I didn't... Rebecca, is that you? Yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Hey, what have you been up to today, Rebecca? Um, nothing. I've been so lazy. Oh, really? Incredible. Why? What have you, what have you not done? I've, well, I've meant to, like, clean my room. I, di I didn't do that. Good. And I've been in bed all day. I've been watching TV, watching cartoons, everything. What? What? You've been in bed all day? Yeah. No. I've done nothing. Hey, that's cool, though, isn't it? I know. Yeah. It's what did you think about Joe Parkinson and Daisy Sampson being drunk on the radio? Do you think that's responsible? No. <laughs> but, they, but they weren't that drunk, were they? Daisy was well bevied up. <laughs> do, you, do you think we should we should get them the sack? Hang on, the oh, boss... no. The, the, I the, like Daisy. You really? Yeah. Should, should we keep her? Yes. In a little box under the stairs? <laughs> Rebecca, why have you called in? Um, because I know someone famous who's, um, well, you know, you know, Coe? Uh, I know who? You know Lord Coe, Se you know, Seb Coe? Oh, Sebastian Coe, yes. Steve Ovet's yeah. nemesis, yes. <laughs> well, um, I know his son, Peter Coe, and he has a daughter as well, but I don't, I can't remember her name. I taught at a school for work experience, yeah. and um, I, I was teaching music, and he was he was in my class. So and, and what what yeah. Peter Coe is he as smarmy and as obnoxious as his dad? Well, no, because he's like eleven, so he's he's quite cute. But he was he was naughty because um, like I made a joke, and like he kept on laughing at it, and then he got the whole class started, and then I just sat there like trying. I I find it quite funny as well, so I try not to laugh because yeah. they, they were like lose respect. So hang on, who was? Peter was naughty for laughing, or were you naughty, Rebecca, for telling the joke in the first place? I think I was naughty, because it involved swearing, and oh my god, I got such a dirty look. It was awful. You, hang on, you told a joke to a bunch of eleven... You, <laughs> you, you were standing in as a teacher, you told a joke to a bunch of eleven-year-olds, including the son of the man who got us the Olympics, <laughs> and it had swears in it. Well, no, I wasn't expecting them to understand, because when well, I was... you should have put a swear word in it! No, it wasn't really... It was like, you know the A word? That word, like, you know, like... Do you mean like, bottom? Yeah, like, okay. you know, there's like a planet named after it, you know, oh, well, not you, you named after it, but... Uranus begins with you. No, but the other bit, the end bit, that nurse bit. Anus? You can say anus. Oh, anus, cool, anus, yeah. Well, yeah, I just, I just, because there was this guy called Angus, and I felt his name was so oh. I put it anus. Oh. And they found it really funny, and the teacher gave me such dirty looks, it was so embarrassing. I, I didn't know they, they would know what anus was, though. So. Hey, Rebecca, do you, are you trying to break the world record for saying anus on my show? Because <laughs> you've got another five times if you want to do it. We won't let you, though, Rebecca. Listen, thank you very much. Oh, man. <laughs> this has been... The weird... I've loved this hour. I hope you've enjoyed it. I, uh, maybe it's just me that's been digging this. I don't know. If you want to take part, the phone number is 0870-9090-973. Rubbish acts, relatives of famous people. And where can Joe Parkinson go with her boyfriend, stroke fiancé, that's not in London? More of your calls after this. We are getting plenty of suggestions for what Joe Parkinson can do. Not all of them I can read out on the radio, I'm afraid. This email uh, from RK... Joe is boozed out of her head. She will wake up tomorrow and she would have forgotten any suggestions made for her on tonight's show. Can I have a quick, can I have a look at the, the text? There are a couple of, um, the texts came in there. If you, you, if you just tuned in, you've missed 
what has been the, the weirdest first hour of any show. The, the weirdest first hour. Barry was quite weird. And then jo Joe Parkson, the LBC 97.3 showbiz correspondent, phoned up, drunk, at Daisy Sampson's house, asking for for suggestions from you, dear listener, for places that she can stay with her fiancé, uh, that they're outside of London. Daisy came on the phone very briefly, was drunk. Christo Fufas made suggestive comments in the background, and someone called Scott Solders there. Um, Joe could stay at the Betty Ford Clinic, says Jason. Joe should go to the Priory for the night. Uh, Bill says Joe should not rule out Jaywick for a romantic weekend away. Be different, says Bill. I don't know what that means. The complete angler in Marlowe is nice. I will even throw in a cab ride back to Lon London, as long as it's Sunday about 11 o'clock in the morning, says Tony in Acton. Um... La 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 la. Joe should go to the force. Oh, we've had that one. Very romantic. Any suggestions for where Joe Parkinson can go? What <laughs> really weird phone call, but one of my f the favourite things that's ever happened to me on this show. I am filling in for Daisy Sampson, by the way. Not this coming week. The week after. I've, I've got. Uh, well, yeah, maybe it will be this week. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. If I get that phone call, but I'm filling in for. Jo I'm, it's weird. I'm doing 24 shows in a row. Yeah, I kind of regret taking that gig. I'm doing my three. Then filling in for Daisy, then doing the weekend, then filling in for Clive Bull for two weeks. Lee BC. Oh, can we get the gentleman to do some jingles? Some Lee BC jingles, something like that. That'd be nice. Oh, it's nearly August, which means that, um, Mushvik's coming back. If, if anyone wants to phone up and, and slag off Mushvik, this is probably the last weekend you can do it without him knowing. Um, what are we talking about? Lots of stuff on the go. Where can Joe Parkinson go and stay that's outside of I don't know why we're doing that. that that's not going to win us the Sony Award, is it? Uh, rubbish acts you've seen. What's the worst act you've ever seen? I saw, um, a singer last night, a folk singer. It was Anthony Hopkins' daughter. She was a atrocious. What's the worst act you've ever seen? And have you ever booed anyone off stage? What does it feel like to boo someone? It's a we I've never done it. I've been I've, I've been booed actually, but I've never booed someone. I, I I've seen acts I don't like, but I feel a little bit weird doing that. If you booed someone off, give me a call. I said booed them off. Uh, and I, the, the, say this this woman last night singing was Anthony Hopkins' daughter. Have you seen the, the relative of someone famous in a show, in a play, in a film, uh, or singing, or do you know the relative of someone famous? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. A little bit later on, maybe after half eleven, I want to talk about autographs as well. If you collect autographs, just think about that for a little bit. Uh, Alex is in Paddington. Good evening to you, Alex. Uh, hello, Ian. Yeah, just a couple of three things. Worst act, well, it's not an act, it's a TV show. Yeah. It's uh, My Family. You know, it's Zoe Maker. It's one of the biggest sitcoms in the country, but but it's awful, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's embarrassingly bad. Yeah. Embarrassingly bad. Uh, another thing... I heckled Jack D once. Oh, mate, what did you what did you say to Jack D? Yeah, right. Well, right, right, it's the Wimbledon Theatres quite a few years ago. Yeah. I was, with my, was with my nephew, and he, he walks onto the stage really slow. Yeah. And then he had a glass of water. Yeah. And he put it onto his stool. Yeah. And then he, he waited and he walks back, and so I shouted out, "Get on with it!" And then so he looked up and he said to me, "He said, well, he swore. Yeah. Uh, he said, you you flipping get on with it.'" So, uh... And did it get a big laugh? No, no. So I nudged my nephew. Yeah. And I said to him, you say something. So he said... How old was your nephew? Oh, he was about 14 at the time. Nice one. you got a kid to do your dirt work. I like yeah, your style, Alex. He said, he said the same thing. He said, get on with it. So I thought, what's he, what, what's he said the same thing for? So Jack, this was brilliant. Jack D looked up and he said, what's all this get on with it business? He's gone, oh, a bit of sex. It's great with you, isn't it? You get a girl back to the room and you're shouting out, get on with it, get on with it. And the whole 
and it, it made, that phone call made this show this evening, Alex. You've done it twice. You've done it twice. <laughs> Catherine is in Teddington. Hello, Catherine. Hello there. Get on with it. <laughs> the Hotel Pelly Rocco in Brighton. Oh, is this is, is this a, a rendezvous with me? Oh, yeah, this is for Joe Parkinson? Yes. The Hotel, what? Pelly Rocco. In, in Brighton, what, why, why are you recommending that, Catherine? Because Brighton is a great place to go for the weekend. It's not that far from London, so you haven't got a long journey. Yeah. The Hotel Pelly Rocco has a car park underneath Regency Square, which is on the seafront. Oh, right. You bung your car in, £12.50 for 24 hours. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. Well, Joe Parkinson is loaded, do you know what I mean? So well, that's, I know, that's but even so, it's yeah. quite, Brighton's really difficult to park in. It is. Do you, do you know what, Brighton is, I was in Brighton a couple of months ago to see Arthur Lee playing, it's an, it is a nightmare mm -hmm. to park in. It is. So that is a plus, because it's quite nice to drive down there. They should Unless... pave, pave that beach over. Because the beach isn't very nice. Well, isn't yes, it? you could do that. But anyway, what's so good about the Pele Rocco? Yeah. It's owned by ex music business managers. It's really cool. All the rooms are themed. So you've got your Betty Page suite. Really? You've got your absolute love room, your Quadrophenia room. There, hang on, there's a Quadrophenia room? Yeah, there is. <laughs> That's really. Hang on, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got to go on the internet. This, this place sounds. It's spelled Pele Rocco. It's, I think it's P E L I R O C C O. It hang might on, be a double L. I'm hang on sure. a second, let's have a little look here. So P. All the rooms are on the net. P E L I. P E L I, yeah. Yep. R O C C O. C C O. Pele Rocco. Let's have a little look. Um, oh, these, this will come up foreign. Mm. Hang on, that's... Might be two L's. Anyway, the bar is all bright pink leather clad and it's got this really sort of dark green wallpaper with sort of birch trees... Yeah. ...trees on it. And it's just great. It's got a fantastic cocktail bar which is open all day until one in the morning. Oh, hang on, we found it. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, enter. Enter the Pelly Rocco. Let's have a little look. Oh, this is... No, I don't want... It's a very trendy website. Yeah, it is. It's very, very good. Uh, Hotel Pelly Rocco is yeah. Brighton's sauciest stopover. What? This is right for Joe Parkinson. With 19 bedrooms themed around pop subculture, uh, it's bound to tickle the taste buds of pleasure seekers on the hunt for something. Let's have a look at the bedrooms. Uh, I stayed in the absolute love room. Hang on, where's the absolute uh, absolute love? Here we go. Let's have a little look. Okay. Um, Really? Sumptuous, vibrant and romantic room designed by interior designer Sean Clarkson uh, with thanks to Absolute Vodka. Oh, it's got PS2 in there, I'm interested. Yeah, they've all got PlayStation and DVD. That's, that's quite some romantic looking bed you've got Yeah, there. it's lovely. It's really big as well and it's got a sea view. Ooh, Asian, there's an Asian Dub Foundation room. <laughs> wow, those guys are still going. Uh, the pin-up... Uh, Friends of ours stayed in the Betty Page room, which is next to Absolute Love. What does what? Uh, what Betty Page is that kind of um, she's the sort of pinup, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, what's what's the pussy room? Oh, I don't know. I haven't been in the pussy. We're going to have a look. Please, thank God, let it be cats. Leopard print and stuff, which I thought looked really interesting. It's really one of the bigger ones. This is the weirdest hotel I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. <laughs> well, how did you find this? Um, I think it's my friend Suzanne actually is. Celebrity nanny, I think someone she used to work for went there. Yeah. And but there's quite a lot of places like that in Brighton. There's another one called Blanche House, which I think is the first themed hotel in Brighton. I haven't actually been to that one, but there's another one called the Brighton Wave. Yeah. Which is just very nice. That's in Marine Drive, and that's got DVD. Let's go to Betty's DVD. Boudoir. Let's have a look at this. This is an amazing. Yeah, hotel. it is amazing. I mean, she may. She may not be able to get it at such short notice, yes. but I just thought you had to know, she had to know about it, because if she booked, she could book it up for another time, because it really is just such a great place to stay.
Catherine, so thank you very, genuinely, thank you very, very much. Uh, that's absolutely fascinating. This is the, uh, Pelly Rocco, I'll spell it for you, it's one word. P-E-L-I-R-O-C-C-O. It's quite simply the most amazing hotel I've ever seen. And it's not that expensive. Let's have a look at, um, let's go to Jamie Reed's Magic Room. I don't know who Jamie Reed is. Uh, designer decorated by the infamous agitator who put the safety pin through the Queen's lip to visually define punk. Oh, that's who Jamie Reed is. Well, I should know that. It's £105 Sunday through to Thursday. That's, is that per night or is that for that period of time? Um, well, king-size bed, ensuite shower. I like the fact it's got piercing. Oh, well, there you go. That's genuinely a brilliant suggestion of where Joe Parkinson can go. Uh, any others? 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, we're talking about, um, as well. What are we talking about? Goodness gracious me. Uh, rubbish act you've seen and relatives of famous people. And, oh, look, those, thank you very much for that. Yeah, loads of emails and texts are coming. Well, see, well, let's have a break and I'll do these emails and texts after that. We are getting a lot of texts and emails suggesting that Barry in Watford is actually Joe Pasquale. I'm... We don't know. I do, you know, I, I'm, sh I'm sure it's not, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a hundred... You can never be a hundred percent sure with these kind of things, can you? Um, let's, let's, uh, hang on, let's, let's listen to a little... Would you put salt on your wife? Let's have a listen. No, don't be... <laughs> don't be sloppy. Is that, that's not Joe Pasquale, is it? Is it? I don't, I don't think so. Butch for Joe Pasquale. Huh? Too butch for Joe. It, it is too but Joe Pasquale's voice is genuinely like that, isn't it? Is yeah. he, is he? I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. Um, Ian, I went to school with Tony Cascarino's son. Who's Tony Cascarino? Is that a footballer? Oh, football. A football. The footballer. Good, good. Nice. Uh, Joe should go to the... Oh, we've had that. I can't remember. It's the third time I've read that flipping text out. Oh, here we go. Now, listen, we're talking about acts being booed off stage, and Agent Chris mentioned this to me before uh, the show started. Ian, last year, we went to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers at Hyde Park. I love the chilies, and I was really pleased to hear James Brown was supporting. The opening act was Chicks on Speed. I still laugh at the mention of their name. Barely had they played a chord when the booing started and the bottles began flying. The band, if you can call them that, threw the bottles back and us poor sods in the gold area at the front were right in the firing line. But they played on and on and on. The rest of the night was brilliant though and well made up for it, says uh, Lorraine, who's in the Britwell where I used to live until I was 11. Agent Chris, you saw that concert. Were the chicks on speed? And in one word, what were they like? Rubbish. Mm, you see, and he doesn't like being, uh, you know, rude to people, but he's controversial words there. Let me do some of these emails. Uh, as I said, I would. Evening, Ian, two points to make, says Anna. One, I saw Justin Timberlake in concert, but it wasn't him who was rubbish. It was the supporting act, Dizzy Rascal. In my opinion, anyone who decides to sing a song about themselves being a dizzy, dizzy rascal deserves the silent treatment at the end of their performance. Oh, that's harsh. And her other point is, Gary Lucy went to my school. I don't care about that. don't care about that. Ian, oh, now this is an interesting point from Nick. Something about booing that needs expressing from Nick in Surrey. Ian, I hate it when girls at my school go up thinking they can sing at assemblies. I really hate it, especially when they go out of tune. You just want to boo, but I'm so courteous, I won't. What do you think? This was always a big bugbear of mine at school. The slightly chubby girl who thinks she can sing, but actually can't. I know what you mean. P.S. Me and Hassan won't rest until we keep you on LBC 97.3. Uh, me and my brother started booing at party in the park. Um, uh, 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 hearsay, the first year they were there. They were so bad we went to the toilet during their act. They got off pretty, pretty quick and... 
Bottles and loo rolls started flying while they were on stage. Uh, and Anissa says, Carousel is a rubbish play, don't ever see it. Um, but I won't go see it. Uh, that's saved me uh, an evening out at Carousel. Talking about rubbish acts you've seen. Uh, and relatives of celebrities. I don't want to know that you went to school with, with Gary Lucy. It's interesting. I don't want to know that this evening. That's, that's for another night. I want to know what contact have you had with the relatives of famous people. The worst act I saw in my life was last night. It was the daughter of Anthony Hopkins. Did you go to school with someone, maybe, who is th the brother or sister of a celebrity? Um, have you seen any celebrity relatives p perform on stage? We had Judy Dench's daughter was in a Jane Austen play. Which strikes me as an odd combination at the best of times. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And Joe Parkinson, what can she do? Mm. Uh, Rod is in Camberley. Hello, Rod. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm 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 all right. Yeah. Well, I've got a suggestion for you later for your for your stiffness, and it involves uh, Fifi's hands wherever your stiffness is. Thank you. <laughs> we we move on. Yes, we do. God bless you. You're right. Um. Suggestion for Joe, there's a lovely, lovely hotel in a place called St. Vala Haag, which is just about 30 minutes' drive from Cherbourg. St. Vala Haag? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called, uh, the hotel is called Fuchsia's. It is gorgeous. It is surrounded by Fuchsia's, of course. Yes. The food is fantastic and the hotel is lovely. I can't believe we're doing recommendations for where Joe Parkinson can go for the weekend. This is, um, this is a, this is, she's a, Joe, Rod, I appreciate your phone call and we will, I will ask you more about this. But I just realised this is an absolute abuse of her power. She gets to go to flipping <laughs> film premieres. She's got Johnny Depp's phone number. Well, I say f his phone number, it's his agent's, obviously. And she can, she's met all these famous people. But this, <laughs> yeah, we will. I can't... Rod, anyway, sorry. I a little rant there. I take that back. It's a nice hotel, is it, Rod? It's beautiful. It really is. It's gorgeous. It, St. Bar, if I can just set the scene, is a little French fishing port. Yeah. Already, uh, I'm, I'm not keen, but go on. Well, you know, I'm half French, so oh. I'm a little, a little bit biased. Okie dokie. And also, it's a, it's a favourite of uh, people with yachts from the UK. Peeps, because it's by the, the water. Exactly, and it is... What, what, the thing is, Joe Parkinson likes excitement. She likes drink and, and booze. Well, will she, will she get this there? Well, the excitement of the village is that there's a little, uh, carousel wheel. <laughs> and also lots and lots of bars and, uh, lots and lots of entertainment around there. In fact, there's an e even a little Irish bar there. Well, Rod, she, she'll like the bars, she'll be sick on the carousel, she's a boozy lush. It turns out that a lot of the women who work at LBC 97.3 have alcohol problems. It's nothing we should be, you know, be flippant about, but they do. Uh, James is in Beckenham. Hello, James. Hello. James, this has been the w one of the weirdest shows ever, do you think? Yeah. Did you, did you enjoy Joe Parkinson phoning up? Yeah. Did you enjoy hearing Daisy Sampson being drunk? <laughs> did you enjoy hearing Christo Fufas shouting in the background? <laughs> no, I don't know who he is either, I'm joking. James, what can I do for you, sir? Why have you called in? I collect autographs. Oh, now we were mentioning this earlier on. I, I want to know. Who, okay, James, let's start. Whose autographs have you got? Um, James O'Brien. Who is, uh, oh, oh yeah, he works here, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm, yes, I'm teasing. Of course I know who he is. Thank you very much. Um, Sorry, so I was saying thank you, because I'm getting a lovely cup of tea there. Thank you very much for my cup of tea. Uh, the, the excellent J to the O to the B. Have you seen him on the Nigella program? Yeah. Do, what did you reckon? It's okay, you asked me that last time. Oh, I did, didn't I? Mm. Do you think he looks like an estate agent? I don't know. Well, he looks, maybe, maybe you'll find out. Okay, James, who else have you got? Um, John Travolta. Well, hang on a minute. You, you went from James O'Brien to John Travolta? <laughs> You'll be pleased you said that. That'll make his, his day, that will. How did you get John Travolta's, James? Emailed him. Really? 
Well, hang on, what, well, what, James, what's John Travolta's email address? Um, I'm not sure, off the top of my head. Okay. Alright then. So you just emailed him and, what, he emailed back? No, he just sent me one in the post. It, was this all like john.travolta at hotmail.com? It's on his website. Oh, okay. Well, well, hang on a second, this is a, we go to the computer yet again. I want to find John, hang on, um, let's go to Google. You can't just email John Travolta, can you? John Trav Alter. John Travolta, uh, John uh, Travolta dot com. Okay, let's have a look at the official website. And did he send you a signed picture, or was it just on, written on a scrap of paper that he'd ripped up? Signed picture. Wow. And did you have to pay for that? Well, no. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, click, I'm clicking here to enter John Travolta. John has finished filming Lonely Hearts. Yeah, brilliant. Um, oh, dear John. Yeah. Is that what you clicked on? Please take a moment to write your message to John. Well, we cannot guarantee you'll receive a personal message. You'll receive an order. So you, you clicked on the Dear John bit, did you? Yeah. Right, I'm gonna get a, uh, hang on. Ian Lee, my email address, ian at lbc.co.uk. Alright, right, I'm gonna write, write him a message. Dear John, oh, hang on a minute, I've pressed the wrong button here. You can help me write this, uh, James. <laughs> Dear John, my friend James says you sent him a signed picture. Is that true? Can I have one? Oh, hang on a minute, I've just had an idea. Do you reckon he knows Mr. T, James? Don't know. We, we could, should we ask him? Okay. Do you know Mr. T? If he doesn't come on... Oh, hang on, I spelled all those words wrong. Uh, if he doesn't come... Or do that Come on my show before Christmas, I have to quit. You are my last resort. Can you help? That should work, shouldn't it? I don't know. <laughs> Lots yeah. of love, Ian. Brilliant. Right, we'll send that in a second. So, James, who, who's, who else uh, have you got uh, the signature of? Um, Only Fools and Horses. You've got Only Fools and Horses? Yeah. Only Fools and Horses signed something for you? Oh, David, I've got David Jason and Nicholas Lindhurst. Oh, David Jason and Nicholas Lindhurst. Okay, brilliant. And anyone else, James? Yeah, all sorts of people. Why do you collect them, James? Why, why do you think you, you, you should collect them? Benno. James, well listen, we, that, that's the first set of collections uh, on the list. Before we s submit that, we should put the address, the LBC address on that message to John Travolta, so um, he can help. Put the phone number on, maybe John Travolta will phone us up. If I get John Travolta on the phone, can I keep my job even if we don't get Mr T? I don't know what the legal ramifications are, uh, of that. We're asking, uh, autographs. Have you got autographs? Why do you collect autographs? I must admit, I've got, I've got a few, not many. My favourite thing, it's not really an autograph, it's a cheque written by Brian Wilson from about 1989 to Gloria Perez. There's a few of them going around. It's genuine, as far as I know, but it's very, very exciting to have that. I don't quite know why I've got it. I've got it framed. It's in a uh, frame outside the, the toilet. Why do we collect autographs? Uh, who have you got? Who is the most famous? John Travolta is pretty darn famous. That's a pretty cool one to have. Whose autograph have you got? Why have you got them? And where do you get them from? Agent Chris, the best autograph Agent Chris has got is Esther Anson. Just think about that for a second. There's a young, young lad there, 12 years old James. He's got John Travolta. And only fools and horses. Agent Chris has got Esther Ranson, who you know is a, is a wonderful lady. She does a lot of great work, but really. And, and on this autograph, 
can you actually read the name, or is it just a little bit of a blur? You know, a bit of a squiggle. 0870 9090973 phone number. We're still talking about everything else as well. Rubbish acts, the worst act you've ever seen. Um, relatives of famous people. If you've got some connection with the relative of a famous person, 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, and also, where can Joe Parkinson go with her fiancé uh, that's outside of London for the weekend? Yeah, I don't know. She phoned up. She was drunk. What can I tell you? Uh, the text number is 0771-776-0973. You better put down what time the show's on, otherwise he'll phone up. If, if he phones up David Priva, I'll be furious. I will be... Or if he phones up Clive Bull, like Igor and Igor and Maggie have been doing, if John Travolta phones up Clive Bull, I will be going mental. You can email as well, ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. More of your texts, calls and emails after the latest LBC 97.3 news. <laughs> G from Wilsdon, the hot ladies correspondent, says, Fans of the hot ladies, set your alarms and catch hottie Denise Van Outen on this morning covering for that big bird. <laughs> who is my Google correspondent, says, Google Earth is the brand new downloadable software that lets you zoom into any place on Earth. It's at earth.google.com. <laughs> this is from Vicky, the uber platypus correspondent. When platypuses, specimens, that's not that make sense, uh, were first sent to England, they thought it was a hoax, as they thought the platypus was so strange, it could not exist. <laughs> Robert, the TV Times in human form correspondent says, the second longest serving children's television presenter is Neil, Neil Buchanan of number 73 fame, who has 23 years behind him from 1982 to 2005. <laughs> we go over live now to Heston to speak to Sammy, the Knight Rider correspondent. Sammy. Hello, Ian. Hello, Sammy. Hello, what's up? This, this bit now, Sammy, you're supposed to come in and just do your bit straight away. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. That's okay, don't worry, no, no one has noticed, no one's listening, don't matter. Okay. Oh, Sammy, I'll come to you again. Hang on. <laughs> we'll go over live now to Heston to speak to Sammy, the Knight Rider correspondent. Sammy. Um, I brought Knight Rider season two, two weeks ago, and the downside to it is it ain't got no bonus features, which is a bit disappointing, but the upside to it is, um... Uh, the series is getting better and the stunts are getting better, so it's good. Sammy, there's no extras on season two of Knight Rider. No. What's the best episode you've seen so far? Uh, Goliath and Goliath Returns. Is that when, when they, when he, there's an evil Michael Knight? Yeah. And he's got a moustache, hasn't he? Yeah, the... Oh, I love it, I love it, I knew that. Wilton Knight's son, only son. His only son, who's, who's actually David Hasselhoff with a moustache. Yeah. Hey, Sammy, yeah. guess what Agent Chris and I are doing on Friday morning about, oh, quarter past eleven. What? Have a, have, a, have a guess, have a wild guess. Watching Knight Rider? Not quite watching Knight Rider. Me and Agent Chris, we're driving the Knight Rider car! Oh. Come on! Come on. We, oh. are we have got, for the morning, we've got Kit. Oh, pick me up, will you? Sammy, you're... Oh, will you be at school? No, we've got summer holidays. Summer holidays. Where about... Well, hang on. Where's Heston? It's miles away, isn't it? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's we not t- that far away. Well, no, Sam, it's too far away. Oh, come on. No, listen, man, I, I, I would love to, but Agent Chris is, he's, he's not very good at d- driving. He gets a little bit travel sick, so I'll drive, can't. don't worry. You can't drive. Hey, man, I'm going to be driving the Night Rider car. Isn't that the coolest thing? I, I drove my dad's car. Um, do you want to be saying this on the radio? No. Oh, there we no, go. only in the drive. There we go. That's, you've got your dad out of some legal trouble there. Well done there. Uh, Agent Chris and I are driving Night Rider on Friday morning at Compass 11. I'm so excited. I had a text earlier in the week. Um, saying, uh, oh, well, saying that someone had been slagging me off on, on David Primer's show. That's by the by. We, have we got that clip, by the way, of that woman? Because she was good. Um, but also, keep Friday morning free, we're driving kit. It doesn't get any better than that. It doesn't get any better than that. We're going to get some pictures put up on the website, the LBC website. So you will finally get to see Agent Chris's face. Um, and it's going to be very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, Philip is in South Norwood. Hello, Philip. Hello, Philip, we're going to be driving the Knight Rider car. Well, just William Daniels, no? Who? William Daniels. Does William Daniels... Hang on, uh, wait there, Philip. Agent Chris, does William Daniels know? No. He, d- he doesn't know, Philip. Is he that going to be a problem? William Daniels is. No. He's the voice of the car. Oh, really? Yes. No, he's not... He's not going to be doing it, but Agent... Oh. <laughs> this is true. Agent Chris and I have genuinely said that when the other one's driving, whoever isn't driving will turn away and do the voice. We'll do the voice. Great. Yeah. yeah, good idea. Well, it'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, or you could get, um, you could get, uh, Joe Parkinson to do it, or, uh... Oh, I, well, I don't, want, I don't want those two drunks in a car with me. It could only... They were well boozy, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Have you heard anything like that? Well, it was enough, you know, it's very good. You know what I mean? You've got to enjoy yourself, haven't you? You've got to enjoy Well, exactly. But to be honest, they shouldn't have come on the radio in that state, should they? Well, I'm, you know, I mean... I expect it of Joe Parkinson. I expect it. They to share their pleasure with everybody else. Well, now, there's, there's a thought. <laughs> Philip, what have you called in about, sir? Well, about, uh, Dreadful X. Oh, yeah, go on. Well, I was watching, um, one of these rundowns they had, I think it was VH1. Yeah. The worst music videos of all time. You used to remind me of something, but go on, yeah. And number on. three was a guy called Bobby Conn. Who? I've never heard of him, and I, I don't want to hear him again. But Bobby Conn? Yes. I, again, I go to, I'm using the internet a lot tonight. I, I make no excuses for it, it's brilliant. Um, uh, hang on, let's go to Google. Um... How are you... Oh, this... this C-O-double-N. C-O-double-N. What was he singing? Well, he was singing a song called Never, Never Gonna Get a Chance. Well, the way he was singing, I'm not surprised. BobbyCon.com. Here we go. Enter. Oh. Um, and is it, was it an old song? Was it a well, recent... No, he was, he was a... He looked a young guy and, uh... Oh, dear. Bobby he, Con and the Glass Gypsies? The young lady I spoke to said she'd heard of him. Oh, it, no. Now, from the photo, he looks quite cool, actually. Oh, no. I think I might like Bobby Con and the... He looked like a, one of like these little dwarfs, you know, running around. If... Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, it, you know what I mean. Uh, they, they do look funny, don't they? Hey, listen, if anyone has got, out there has got Bobby Con. Singing that. What was the song again, Philip? It was called "I'm Never Gonna Get a Chance." I think that was. It was definitely called "I'm Never Gonna Get." If anyone has got that song, could you give me a call? Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. I want to hear Bobby Con because from these pictures, uh, it's going to be said he looks quite cool. Oh no! So, I'm sorry. Oh, that picture looks silly. I don't know what he's doing there. Uh. He looks. Oh, he looks. It looks a bit like sort of a tiny Keith Richards. Oh no! Oh, he, no, I wouldn't say that. Looks like one of Snow White's dwarfs has got lost. Hey, Philip, you remind me, I, I'm, my new favourite programme on VH1 yes. is Rockstar in Excess. Have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that one. Oh, man, it's brilliant. They're trying to find a new singer for in Excess. Oh, oh I heard something about it that. It is 
brilliant for obviously all of the wrong reasons. Yeah. But it's like a reality show. It's like kind of pop idol. It's yeah. filmed in this house, and they have these they have these men and these women, and they like film them bitching and backstabbing. And then the next episode is them doing a concert in front of in NXS. Oh, right. But th what, what's funny is because obviously in NXS they were big for what about twenty five, twenty six minutes. Australian, I think they? they were Australian with Michael Hutchins who died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, all, every time they, 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 they play a song, someone will sing a song. And it'll cut to the guitarist, I don't know, from In Excess, and he'll go, Do you know what? I don't think you're good enough for our band, In Excess. And they see every time he... Or, that was a really good song. I think you'd be good fronting our band, In Excess. Oh. And it's the most... Oh, but Philip, if you get the chance to watch it, I it's... Will do it. Can I just say one other thing? Of course you can. Have you seen that marvellous new comedy series called Still Game? S Still Gay? Yeah, Game. Game? No, I haven't. Yeah, I gather it's been running for years in Scotland, and we just started to get it down here. Where is this? Where would I get this, Philip? Well, it, it, it's on BBC Two, and unfortunately, it clashes with your programme. Oh, I... So, I, you know, I taped it tonight. I didn't want to miss any minute of your programme. Philip, excellent work. I like you. <laughs> and it's about old-age pensioners yeah. on a council estate. Oh, now, it's these, these things about old... What's that programme, Waiting for God? Oh, this is, this is much, much... Is it actually funny? Because old people, as we all know, yes. we all know, are not funny. Oh, the, oh these are. These are marvellous. It's, uh, it's a couple of guys. I don't think you might have heard of them. Ford <laughs> Kernan... Surprisingly, no. And Greg Hempfield. I gather they're very, very big in Scotland. God, this sounds awful. Philip, what was that programme with Judy Dench? Oh, um, Judy. Oh, that was what was the one with uh, Michael Williams? Y yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Well, it, oh, it wasn't. No, not honestly. No, that was. Um, Oh dear, you stumped me. Philip, I can't believe it. I've actually stumped yes. Philip in South Norwood, who knows everything about TV. That is one of my proudest achievements. We cut him off before he could think about what it was, because he was... That is... I'm very chuffed with that. What was it? Someone uh, texted in, and we, I've deleted the text by mistake. We mentioned this earlier. The programme with... Th thanks very much, Philip, by the way. Uh, with Judy Dench and Michael Williams, her husband at the time, it was a rubbish sitcom. It just reminds me of, uh, of the 80s. And if you've got Bobby Conn, I like the look of him. I, 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 I think he might be quite cool. If you've got the Bobby Conn song, I wait 7 973 is the telephone number. I just bit my lip. I just cut my lip. Never mind. Let me do some of these texts. Uh, yeah, we'll do Janice after the break. Let's do some of these texts. Uh, Phil, uh, sorry, let's do this. Ian, my brother-in-law is very good friends. John behind the glass. I need your help on this one. My brother-in-law is very good friends with the daughter of the legendary Martin Peters. Martin Peters, footballer. Is he? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Ian. Oh, this is good. Shane, is he really a footballer, or are you just winding me up? No, he's really a right. footballer. Shane Ritchie's mum is a dinner lady at our school. She is rubbish. <laughs> One's in the family. <laughs> Do you know what? I was going to mention this. I saw EastEnders, um, uh, last night. For the first time, I watched it at Christmas, and when I saw it at Christmas, that was the first time in two years, and I watched it last night. It was awful. With Shane Ritchie, had one girl upstairs and one girl downstairs, and he kept going. Oh, the, I've, I've left, I've left the cooker on. Let me go downstairs. And he'd go down and see the other girl and go. Oh, oh, I've, mm, I've left the bath running. Let me go. And it was, it was awful. It was like a sitcom. It was like that sitcom with Judy Dench and Michael Williams from. It, it was atrocious. Do people still watch EastEnders? Do you still watch EastEnders? Because it is awful. It is so badly written. Shane Ritchie was good in it when he first came in. He kind of brought a breath of fresh air to it. It was embarrassing last night. It was awful. If, if you still watch EastEnders, 
Can I speak to, can, if you, if you've not missed an episode of EastEnders, can you give me a call? 0870-9090-973. It was atrocious. Thank you very much. Good, there's more texts are coming. I was doing the text, wasn't I? Um, the love. <coughs> Excuse me. Why on your pages on the brilliant LBC website, says Kevin from Kent, are the pictures of Agent Chris show him with no head? Is he the ghost of Sleepy Hollow? No, that was Karen Mercer, the LBC travel chick, who messed it up. She took that picture. She will not be taking the picture of it, although she might have to take the picture of you on Friday. I think she's the only one that was free. My best friend's uncle is Mick Jones of The Clash. Wow, now that is cool. Also, my uncle shared a flat with Clive Owen and a family friend knows Wes Anderson. Oh, I like Wes Anderson. Family friend, look, Rosie and Ealing, could you put me in touch with him, please? Hey, you, I've got Lenny Henry, Dawn French, Colin Jackson, world record holder for 110 metre hurdles in athletics, and Jamie Ricks, his autographs. I got them because it's cool having a celebrity signature from Robert and Aldrich. I'm asking why, why do you have autographs? Well, I've got some. I don't quite know why I've got them. Uh, Till Death Do Us Part. No, that's not the sitcom. 0870-9090-973. You'll switch to Janice in Tottenham after this. Ian, I once saw Paul Zenon, rubbish magician and try-hard comic. It says here, I've met Paul, he's a very nice person. Uh, at a comedy show, he was rubbish. Me and my mate heckled and booed him so much, he emptied his pint on us, says Steph. Uh, Ian, my brother has Darren Brown's autograph. Uh, this is from Anissa, who I know, emails me a lot, and he's a big, big Darren Brown fan. My brother has Darren Brown's autograph, and he won't even let me touch it! Cheeky so-and-so. I've, I've changed the word there. I think it's good to have autographs to prove you've met that person when no one will believe you. Obviously, only mentals collect. Count the buttons. Again. Uh, well, yeah, thing is, I've got autographs of people that I've not met. I've never met Brian Wilson, but I have uh, an autograph of his. I've never... Oh, no, I have met the monkeys. I've got their autographs. Uh, why do you collect autographs? Janice in Tottenham. Janice? Yeah? Why, why do you collect autographs? I don't really... I don't... Is this Barry in Watford? No, Janice. Are you Barry? No, Janice. In Watford? No, Tottenham. Okay, sorry. Just, okay, curious. <laughs> Janice, so you, you, do, you, do you collect them or not, Barry? Well, I've got a few, but I don't, um, I'm not really a collector as such. Well, who, whose have you got? I've got Cliff Richard. Oh, Cliff Richard? Yeah. Now, why, why, how did you get that? Um, well, it was in the 60s. There was a show on Channel 3. I'm off the bed. Lots of love. Bye now. <laughs> yeah. Um, you sure that's not you? No, no. <laughs> no, there was a show on Channel 3. Would you put salt on your wife? No, don't be. Don't be silly as soppy. Janice? Yeah? That's definitely not you. No, no, definitely not. C can you laugh for me? Not told her, no. Uh, on, can we, okay, let's try and make Janice laugh. Um, I don't know how to do it. What, what do you find funny? Oh, I don't know. I can't. What's that noise in the background? That's my dog. <laughs> Give me one of her toys and she's holding the other end. <laughs> are, you, are you playing with your dog while you're talking to me? <laughs> yeah, well, she keeps jumping up at me if I don't play with her. What dog have you got, Janice? I've got two. Cocker Spaniels. Oh, I, got, I had a Cocker Spaniel when I was you young. You had a golden, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, you laughed and you sounded like Barry! <laughs> I don't... <laughs> it's the same person, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> it is! <laughs> are, are you... Seriously, you can tell me anything, Janice. Is it... Are you Barry from Watford? No, no, certainly not. Okay, so you've got Cliff Richards' autograph, Barry. Janice. Ja sorry, sorry, that did, that wasn't deliberate. So you've got Cliff Richards' autograph. Yeah, he was appearing at, um, at the London Palladium. Yeah, in 1968. 
No, not as late as that. No, Oh, okay. Um, and there were about a dozen of us, 20, no more than 20. He came along at half past 12. Yeah. And he was far from being happy. And he said, Oh, I can't find many. And I couldn't help but say to I've got his autograph, but I couldn't help but say to myself, Where would he be without his fan? Well, well uh, yes. So he was grumpy that he had to sign autographs, yeah. miserable. Yeah. Was, was this was probably before he got God, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Because I think, I, from what I've heard, I don't know very much about Clifford, but he kind of got a bit friendlier when... Possibly, after he turned to God, yeah. Yeah. Is anyone else's autograph, Janice? I've got one of the shadows. John Rostell. Who? John Rostell. Who's John Rostell? He was one of the shadows. I know Hank B. Marvin. Yeah. And, um, the other Bruce one. Bruce Welch. Bruce Welch. I've forgotten the guy who did that was on the drum. Do yeah. you still, have you still got these? If, if I were to come to your house, uh, Barry, could you show me, just, sorry, Danny, Danny, sorry, Danny, sorry. <laughs> if I were to come to your house in Watford, could you show me these autographs? I don't live in Watford. Tottenham. So, <laughs> yes, I could show them to you. You, so you know where they are? Oh, yeah, yeah. Would you, would you ever sell them? Well, I tried to sell Cliff Richards. I didn't get any offer. Really? No one wanted to buy no. Cliff Richard? No. Well, I wonder why. God knows. Yeah. God, the thing is, though, Barry, God probably does know. Uh, Janice, in what, in Tottenham, sorry, 0870-90-90-973. Daniel and Nikki are on the North Circular. Hello, Daniel. Who, who is this? Hello, it's Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hello. I don't know if we're going to try to speak or not, so you can hear both of us. Is that all right? Can you, oh, let's try it. It's crazy, but... Go. go on, Nick, put it in. What? Come on. Come on, <laughs> Nick, put it in. There we go. Okay, who's, so who's, Nicky, are you there? We're almost there. What the hell, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> in the dark. Go on. Oh, this is a... This is the... I'm really sorry about this, Ian. This is the borderline obscene, and it's... Yeah. This is, this was the third best show ever. It's now the it's seventh. Oh, there you go. Is that okay? Can you hear us still? I can hear you, Daniel. Nicky, can, can, are you there? I am, hello! Oh my God, she sounds awful. <laughs> Jeez, why have you called in, you two? She's a northerner, what can I, what can I expect? Well, um, there's, a, there's a few things. The I first one, I've just got to disagree with the guy, Bobby Conn. If you want to hear the Bobby Conn song, I think you can go onto the VH1 website. Yeah, we can't get songs on this computer, that's the problem. We can't get any songs on this computer, so we're hoping that someone can phone in and play Bobby Conn down. Is it any good? Um, it's quite a good, it's quite a good uh, song, but it's actually been voted the worst video ever on VH1. Why is it such a bad video? Because there, it, it's, um, but basically you're short of a banjo player. I think it's all his cousins and relatives in there. It really is kind of fossilized people and stuff. It's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a bit inbred, to be honest with you. Okay, that sounds... Nicky, have you seen this video? No, I haven't. I haven't got a clue what you're talking Nikki, about. Nicky, have you got anything to contribute to this conversation? <laughs> yeah, she's mother half. She's not too bad. Um, I was actually ringing up just to say that... <laughs> she's not too uh, bad. <laughs> She's all right. She'll do. She's it's the best great. I can get. She's great. Go on. What, go on, what else have you got for me? Um, I'm, the cousin, I'm the cousin of a minor celebrity. Yeah, you're the cousin uh, of one. Uh, oh yeah, of a minor celebrity, Amy Winehouse. Oh, she uh, she lives in North London. That's it. Oh, and people in North London are always going. Oh, I've seen Amy Winehouse. What's she like in real life, Daniel? She is cool. She's fantastic. She is trappy, though. She is really, really trappy. Trappy. Always has been. What? Chubby? Oh, yeah. Chubby as anything. Right. She's chubby. Amy Winehouse is chubby. No, not chubby. Trappy. 
<laughs> so what word are you saying? Chavi. Yeah, I think gobby. I think she's got a mouth in her like a sewer. Oh, chatty! <laughs> oh, flipping heck! This is the <laughs> hardest. First. So, okay, so you and it, have you seen any bad acts? Uh, yeah, chicks on speed. I was at the same concert at Hyde Park, and they were vile. What did they do that was so bad? Because Agent Chris saw it. We had an email about it. Yeah, but you can't play. I, I, I can't. I don't know what instruments are. I don't have a voice or a note between them. Pretty good. Well, listen, Daniel and Nikki, what the hell happened there? I'm Thank you very much, you two. Nikki, I think you can do better, to be honest. I think Daniel was doing you a disservice. You sound like the brains out of that bunch. Uh, Chicks on Speed gets the big thumbs down. 0870 We'll do some more of your texts and your emails and your phone calls after this. Uh, Yasmin and Michaela in South Norwood. Hello, Yasmin. Hello, Michaela. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, fine. Alright, not bothered. How's, how's, uh, Mike? Is it Mikey? Yeah. Is he alright? Yeah, yeah. M- D- Mikey's gonna hate me, cause you know what I'm gonna give you now, Yasmin and Michaela. You've gotta, s- Ian Lee, stay up all night past. You don't have to go to bed until five o'clock in the morning! Yay! Excellent stuff. That will please your dad. What can I do for you two? Um, about EastEnders. Oh, yeah, it's rubbish, isn't it? No, he's gonna like it. What? No, it's rubbish, though. It's good. What bit, what bit's good about EastEnders? Well, I like Ben's dead. Ben? You like Ben? Den's dead? Yeah. yeah. That's that's good, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything else? Um. Cats like cats rubbish, well, isn't she? Well, Demi's going to go away with Leo, and then they're going to die. Right, and that's good, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how is that good? It sounds rubbish. I know, but it's good. You should watch Coronation Street. Oh, uh, Shut up. No, not really. Bothered? No. Do you collect autographs, you two? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Will Smith autograph. Oh, Will Smith, the comedian or the the American actor? The actor. Okay. How did you get that? I went to the premiere and he signed it for me. Oh, and was he nice? Uh, yeah. Anyone else? Uh, no, that's it. Why, why do you want Will Smith's autograph? Because I think that he's buff and I'm just obsessed with him. You're obsessed because he's buff? Yeah. Are you obsessed with me? Do you want my autograph? No. Well, that's, that's a disappointing way to end the second hour of the show, isn't it? really thought we were getting on a high there and it just just collapsed around my ears i'm here for another hour before marcus churchill comes in and starts doing a, a decent show uh give us a call i'd love to talk to you 0870-9090-973 more of your calls your texts and your emails after the latest lbc 97.3 news um maggie from oakwood has texted in she's apologizing for phoning up clive ball i'm very very angry with clive ball he's stealing a lot of i won't say my best calls because i wouldn't say that maggie and igor igor were my best calls but they're loyal calls, I thought. But Clive Ball, he was... Uh, he virtually went round Igor's house for dinner, which is something we were supposed to do, but um, I don't know what's going on there. Disappointed. Very, very disappointed. I phoned up Clive Ball in the week. I don't know if anyone heard it. I actually phoned up. Have oh, you got it? Oh, we've got it into a second. I phoned up. I was, I was on, on Clive Ball's show for approximately four seconds worth of broadcast uh, when he was playing Igor Igor's jingle. Uh, it was this. Line seven, hello. Igor, Igor, your band. Yeah, that was me. I wouldn't have recognised that though. It doesn't sound like me, does it? I wasn't putting a voice on. I was just in bed. I was lying in bed listening, and I heard Igor, Igor on Clive's show, and I got so incensed, I s- I sat up and got my phone. Did Clive not notice me? Nah. 
It was exciting though. It was exciting being on his show. I'm filling in for him in a few weeks. Hey. Um, uh, yeah, oh, Sammy, the Night Rider correspondent, is sending in hundreds of texts asking if you can come and hang out with, with us and the Night Rider on Friday. We should have a chat about it, Agent Chris. I don't know, I don't know what the legal ramifications are of, of us, of two grown men driving a young lad around in, in kit. I don't know what, what the implications are. We'll see. We'll see, Sammy. We will check with the health and safety, which is what we have to do, because it's quite a big thing to do that. But we'll see. You have been an excellent, excellent correspondent. Um, what am I talking about? Sorry, I'm, I'm wittering on here. We're talking about autographs. Do you collect autographs? Why do people collect autographs? It's a strange thing to do, isn't it? But yet, we do it. I do it. I've got loads of them. Um, relatives of famous people, rubbish acts that you've seen, and does anybody still watch EastEnders? Robin Richmond, uh, not Rob, sorry, um, this is Kevin in Kent. EastEnders is rubbish, but Letitia Dean is hot. Well, she's not. She's very poor sign. She's not hot. And do you still watch EastEnders? Because I watched it for the first time last night, since Christmas. And it was, it was like a really, really bad sitcom. It was awful. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number. Uh, Janet is in Finchley. Good evening. Good morning, Janet. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? <laughs> Bit nervous. Why, why are you nervous? Don't be, don't be nervous. <laughs> it's just the wireless. Oh, no, you've, heard, no. you've heard the lunatics and the drunks we've had phoning up this evening. Well, do you know what? I've missed most of the show. I was just driving home and I heard you talk about autographs and I thought, oh, I'll have to phone up. Uh, are you a bit of a, an autograph mentalist? Well, I used to be. I've got just tons. Autographs and photographs. Who's... Okay, let's, let's start. Who is, the, who is the first autograph you got? Oh my god. Oh, the first one is probably something really naff like Paul Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Paul Daniels autograph. <laughs> yeah. He, he, but then no. it went on to get, you know, a lot better. Who, okay, who's, who's the coolest one you've got? I think Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's, pr that's, that's proper. That's yeah, pretty proper. Roberts, William Baldwin, I've got really good ones. How do you get these, Janet? <laughs> um, I used to go to film premieres all the time. Oh, what? I just got debt into loads of debt to go to film premieres and, you uh, got You got in loads of debt to go to film premieres? <laughs> yeah. Well, how does it cost you anything to go... What, you actually go in, you, you wouldn't stand... Oh, yeah. No, 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 I wouldn't stand outside, I'd go in and, uh, buy a ticket. How much does it cost you to buy a ticket for a film premiere? Um, well, they used to be about £35, a ticket. For film premieres? Can you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And brilliant. And, um, get to see Steven Spielberg and everybody. It was just brilliant. Why, okay, why would you want to see St Steven Spielberg? Because he's a star. He's, he's just amazing. I think, you know, I just love him. His, his film, 1948, was excellent. I know, listen, I quite often get invited to these film premieres. I mean, I got invited to The Wedding Crashes the other day. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of Owen Wilson, a big fan. Mm. But I didn't go. Oh, my God. What, what am I... What am I... <laughs> Janet, what am, I've never been to a film premiere. What am I missing at a film premiere? Just... There's a buzz about being somewhere where you've got all these celebrities just... It's just amazing. Nobody, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's just brilliant. But have you stopped doing it? You say you got yourself in debt. How much debt did you get into doing it? I don't know. I mean, I was like 18 when I started doing it. So it was, at the time, it was about two or three thousand pounds, which was loads of money at the time. You know, obviously, it was still loads of money. But yeah. And wh have you stopped doing it now? Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I get a bit embarrassed. <laughs> don't be embarrassed. Listen, don't be embarrassed. It's, it's no, I mean, I, I, the, you know, I've got loads of pop stars as well, like Sting and just like loads of people. If I see them, I will ask them. But yeah. And where do you keep these autographs? Are they up in the attic? Are they in a, in a wardrobe or where? I've got a box that's, there's loads of books and... Because some, some of these could be worth quite a lot of money. 
I don't think they are, but the, the um... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, try <laughs> Janet, I'm trying to justify it for you. No, I know. But it's signed photographs that are normally worth something. Is that what's, where, where the money is? Yeah, I reckon. Mm. I think so. Okay. I mean, I've got some tennis players and I've got, like, Boris Becker. Oh, tennis players are rubbish. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little bit aggressive there, but I don't, the tennis players are rubbish. No, they're not! Well, <laughs> that, that was even more aggressive. Yes, they are! <laughs> they're just tennis players! They're just posh, sporty people! Alright, all right, people like John McEnroe. I mean, that is cool. John McEnroe's cool! You're ignoring me now. I am ignoring you now, Janet. <laughs> yes, you picked up. I'm not. I'm not now because I'm responding to you. John McEnroe is not cool. All right, I've got a really good one for you. Okay, you're going to find this one cool. Dennis Leary. Come on, don't tell me you don't know who he is. He's the American comedian. Yeah. Now is that not cool? What the what the swear? <laughs> That's not that cool. <laughs> I've got some brilliant pictures of him. What? 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 Did you stalk Dennis Leary? Yeah, I used to. <laughs> you. Oh, well, hang on a second. Get. You actually stalked Dennis Leary. Well, I just used to, like, he Follow him around and take photographs without him you know, knowing. when he did the No Cure for Cancer tour? Yeah. Um, so, basically, every gig he did... Yeah. ...me and my friends went to. So we completely got to know him, went backstage and everything, it was great. Did he go... Did he ever say, oh, hi, Janet, it's good to see you, or did he go, get that freaking woman out of my ass? No, he was really nice. He, what was it? He was really... Do you know what? He was really nice. Yeah. Janet, now I'm starting to get a little bit scared. I'm beginning, I'm beginning to think that Janet is potentially mental. Have you, what the, yeah, she got a little bit freaky towards the end, didn't it? But in a nice way, Janet, in a lovely way, thank you. Uh, Rita is in Thornton Heath. Hello, Rita. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. Could you turn your radio off, please, Rita? Yes, okay. It's my husband, you know, he's listening in. Well, can, can, uh, can you turn the radio off? What is going on? Is that all right? That's fine. Okay. How are, are you? Are you in a bad mood with me? No. Oh, it sounds like you're, I've done something wrong. No. Okay, sorry. I've got, I've got a bit of a sore throat. I think that's why. Oh, okay. You're taking it out on me. <laughs> Rita, what can I do for you? Uh, well, I just wanted to say that uh, you're talking about autographs, and I've got um, Tarzan, the Tarzan, Johnny Weissmuller. Johnny Weissmuller. Yes. That's from about l 1920. Well, I, I, I met him in 1975. I've up at the uh, Crystal Palace Sports Centre. <laughs> what was he doing there? Yeah, he was giving his toes and call. <laughs> Rita, for, for, for the young people who, who grew up on Pokemon and PlayStation 2, could you do the Tarzan call for us? <laughs> Come on, Rita. <laughs> Rita, if you don't do it, I'm going to have to cut you off. <laughs> Please don't. Rita, if you don't do the Tarzan call, I will have to cut you off. <laughs> Can you do it for us? I'm laughing so much. Take a deep breath. We, like, we can wait. So you stop oh. laughing. Well, hang on. Well, hang on. Do it, do it properly. That was good, but do no, it. No, honestly, I, c I couldn't do it really. Rita, I, I, will, I will have to cut you off unless you can do it. Oh, that's a shame because I wanted to tell you I, I know I met Sebastian Cohen. God, use it. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, eight seven oh nine. I'm, I'm being harsh tonight. I'm, I've got to be cruel to be kind. Oh, yeah, a lot of people talk about Sebastian Coe. Didn't like him when he was running. I don't like him now. I, said, I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, you, when, when you were, when I, I was a kid, you were either a Steve Ovet man or a Seb Coe. And I always got the feeling that Steve Ovet was doing it for the people and Seb Coe was doing it for himself. That's based 
on absolutely nothing at all, apart from the prejudice that my mother, you know, instilled in me. We just grew up cheering on Steve over. And then Steve Cram came along and it all got a little bit confusing. Um, 0870-9090-973. Ian, I saw EastEnders tonight after months and it was truly bad. They need to kill off half the cast and replace them. Also, Letitia Dean reminds me of Miss Piggy. Without being rude, I kind of agree with you. Um, oh look, Sammy, look. Thank you, thank you. Forget health and safety. I trust you and Agent Chris, your top blokes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't forget health and safety. It's a legal requirement. I'm sure you do trust us. We're not going to do anything. But just supposing there was an accident, or just, you know, there, there is insurance things, there are laws. Sammy, we're not promising anything. I have in no way, and we've checked the tape, I have in no way promised you'll be coming with us to see the Night Rider. I have not promised you that, okay? So just, just calm down. Uh, David Elson says, can you tell me the, what album those German songs come from? I don't know. I found it. I don't know what the album's called or anything, so sorry. I can't help you on that one. Uh, Ian, I think Joe, oh, about Joe Parkinson, who phoned in. If you missed it earlier on, maybe we'll play a little bit later on. She was steaming. She was drunk. She was at Daisy Sampson's house. Her, Daisy Sampson, Christo Fufas, who I'm a, I'm a big fan of Christo Fufas. I mean, I'm at Daisy Sampson's house, <laughs> and she told me to do it. <laughs> That's such a good clip. Does make me chuckle. She was steaming, and she was <laughs> such a funny clip. Uh, she wanted to find a place to stay at the weekend. I don't know why. Uh, Ian, I think Joe should go to a Bernie Inn. I stayed there. It was great. Don't forget that Joe Parkinson is loaded, so money is no option. Um, uh, Ian, tell Joe to go to the Hotel Duvin in Henley on Thames. Um, whoever's asked that, it's about the sitcom, that's not true. Joe can go to Centre Parks in Sherwood Forest. It's always hot and wet, says Paul in Greenford. Imagine Joe at Centre Parks, she'd look hot. But still, she goes to, to film premieres and stuff. Joe can go to rehab. Uh, very quickly, I've got quite a collection of autographs. Autographs. David and Vic Victoria Beck. David and Vicky Beck is what they've written, that's what's throwing me. Rio Ferdinand. He's a footballer, is he, John? Uh, yes, he is. Thank you. Uh, Mickey and Demi from EastEnders, Lance Armstrong uh, and Ian Duncan Smith. Well, there we go. That was worth reading out. More of your calls, texts, and emails after this. Uh, Catherine is in East Finchley. Good evening to Hello. you, Catherine. Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm worried that I've upset some of the listeners, because a, a couple of people have called in and been a little bit short with me. Mm, they have. I'm not, uh, you're doing it now. No, I'm not. Uh, okay, maybe, maybe it's just me being oversensitive. No, I um, think... Okay. It's Friday evening, really. Isn't it? It's just everyone's got the Friday evening yeah. blues that we hear so much about these days. Yeah. Catherine, why have you called in? EastEnders. I totally agree with you. It's absolutely rubbish. It's awful, isn't it? It's, oh, just oh gosh, I can't believe they even put it on TV now. Do you still watch it though? But the thing is, the rest of my family watch it, yeah. and it's at the same times when we eat, so I've got to watch it. Yeah. And oh, just. The storylines, it really is. What's going on at the moment? All, I've, all I gathered from last night was that um, Shane Ritchie has copped off with yeah. that Tarsi woman and her stupid sister. I, I, I watched it on Wednesday, Thursday, whatever day is it on, um, and Dot is having her driving lesson. Oh, I saw that, yeah. It was, and they did that, they did the, this is how bad it is. Yeah. They did the thing where she was, she was I think she was doing the written exam or something. She yeah. had some kind of exam. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's going, oh, she won't pass, she won't pass. Mm -hmm. And she came in. And she looked miserable, and, and they went, oh, I'm really sorry, Dot, it's a shame. Mm. Oh, no, I passed. Yeah. 
Oh, well, there's a flipping surprise. There's a TV cliche I haven't seen for three weeks. It was atrocious. It, oh, God. It just seemed like I can't think of anything else to put on it. Oh, yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah. And also, autographs. Yeah, go on. Um, last week, uh, the Crystal Palace Athletics, I was there, and I got a uh, few athletic autographs. Who, who, that, cause, what, I don't get getting athletes autographs. Who, whose autographs did you get? Let's see if I've heard of these people. Uh, I got Jason Gardner. Runner? Is he a runner? Yeah. Okay. He won the Relay Olympics. Um, Marlon Devonish. Jumper. Uh, runner. 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 And Kelly Holmes. Oh, Kelly Holmes is famous. I can understand, I can understand why you want Kelly Holmes, because she's, you know, a, a hero and da 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 But the others, really, in six, seven, eight years' time, are you going to know who they are, Kelly? Jason Gardner won the Olympics. Relay. Well, he, he didn't win the relay, did he? Yeah, he was part of the team. He was part of the team. He was a quarter of the team Same. that won a, won a gold medal. Same thing, really. Well, but what, so are you, are you into your sports then, Catherine, are you? Yeah, okay. yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Do you do any sports yourself? Uh, trampolining, tennis, squash, badminton. I'm going to stop you there. Ca uh, trampolining yeah. is not a sport. Yes, it's, it is. It's just bouncing. It's, you do moves, you do, you know, bouncing, calories. Bouncing, it, bouncing and burning calories isn't a sport, Catherine. You know. Now, I, I do know. Trampoline isn't a sport, is it? They're not made bouncing up and down a sport, are they? <laughs> Margaret is in Elton. Margaret. Hello there. Hello. Trampolining isn't a sport, is it? Um, well, it must be fun. Well, I know lots of things that are fun that definitely aren't sports. I wouldn't know. I've never done it. No. Well, I had fun. Mm. Now, uh, why have you called in? Well, I've just called in to tell you that I watched EastEnders. Oh, it's rubbish, isn't it? Well, the point is, I'm rather ashamed of it, to be truthful. Oh, uh, is it a I was looking secret? after a friend when she was ill, and she said, I hope you don't mind, but I watch EastEnders. And, you know, I just can't stop watching it. I, I watch it every single night. Really? Even the nights it's not on? No, I have to watch it only when it's on. Oh, right, sorry, of course, yeah. I'm, uh, so, uh, how, how long have you been watching it for, then? Is it, are you a well, recent a years now. Really? Yes. What? Why do you enjoy it? Because I watch it. Well, I, I don't really always enjoy it. I just find I want to know what's happening. But it's pretty disgusting, really. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the storyline is quite ridiculous. Well, it's, it's, it's quite badly written, isn't it? Well, it is, it is. But, and it, I think it's... I think it was okay at one time. I used to watch it years ago. I used to watch it, and it was pretty darn good. It was quite, you know, it was a soap opera, but it was still, it was well written. It was clever. It, it was, was quite, quite interesting. But now it's quite, it's ludicrous now. Mm. I mean, the situations that they're all in are, yeah. are quite comical. Now I'm, I'm ashamed to, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to. I, I am a huge fan of Coronation Street, and I have been for like the last four or five years. I've been really into it, but I'm getting really bored of Coronation Street now. But I've never seen that. Always. Oh, it's generally now. I'm sorry, I'm telling you, it's an old woman slightly. Don't worry, Agent Chris. I can say this. I can turn this around. It's Coronation it, Street. It's very witty and well written, but it's yeah. just a little bit silly at the moment. All right. Well, EastEnders is is uh, ludicrous, but I uh, oh happening, and I still look at it to see, you know. Okay. Well, listen. I, I'm not convinced. Tracy and Romford. Tracy, can you sell me the EastEnders? It's rubbish, isn't it? No, I do. I like EastEnders, but um, I will admit there were certain storylines that are a little bit pathetic. Well, go, tell me that the, the, the Dot learning to drive was nonsense. Oh, Dot, I'm sorry you didn't pass. Oh, no, I passed. Yeah, I think a lot of people will argue with that because she's one of the favourites, isn't she? But I think with a lot of the soaps, they all have pathetic storylines, but they're never all just as good as each other, in my opinion. They're bad actors, though, aren't they? Some of them, yeah. Letitia Dean is a bad actor. 
Mm, yeah. Um, I'd say the only one person worth, what, worth watching in it is that Tracy Van Uberman, who plays the, the woman who killed Den. Yeah. She's, yeah. just because she's sexy. That's not oh, good no. enough reason to watch a show. No. <laughs> I think the only thing I like her is she shares my name. <laughs> I would, of course you don't, wouldn't you? Tracy, supposing you missed EastEnders? Um, I did miss it last night, actually. Yeah? Yeah. And um, do you get like, a bit of cold turkey withdrawal symptoms? Not really. I had a bit of the ump that I missed it, but I was sitting down watching films and I forgot all about it, to be you honest. You had a bit of... And what film were you watching instead of the rubbish EastEnders? Oh, I was watching the new Star Wars film. Oh, really? Yeah. That's rubbish as well. Yeah, it was really good, actually. <laughs> Tracy, I, I think our relationship is over. I don't think we can go out with each other anymore. <laughs> Have you got any autographs, Tracy? Um, not anymore. I used to. I, oh. I had, um, autographs from the London's Burning cast. Yeah. Because they were doing filming. In and ha do, what happened to those autographs? Did you lose them? Have you mislaid them? Well, Have they gone? I was young at the time, and as soon as you stopped fancying one of them, they just all went in the bin. Yeah, that's, uh, that seems to make sense. Tracy, listen, thank you very much. By the way, if you just joined in, let me quickly go through what we're talking about. For some reason, we're talking about EastEnders. I think it's because I watched it by mistake last night, and it's atrocious. I know it's, you know, it's, it's easy to knock and stuff. Well, there's a reason why it's easy to knock. It's because it's a lot of old cack. Absolutely, terribly written. I can't believe people are still watching it. I cannot believe it. It's awful. Um, also, we're talking about relatives of famous people. If, you, if you've got any contact with the relative of a famous person, maybe you've seen them in a show, uh, you've seen them singing. I saw Anthony Hopkins' daughter singing folk songs last night. It was quite spectacularly the worst thing I have ever heard in my life. So uh, we're leading on from that rubbish act. What is the worst act you've ever seen? And have you... Uh, we're speaking to people who've done some booing, and I do want to speak to them. If you've booed someone off stage, give me a call. I would love to speak to someone who has been booed off stage themselves. Someone who has received some booing and been forced to leave because of the booing. 0870-90-90-973. The text number is 0771-776-0973. And you can e uh, email as well, ian at lbc.co.uk. I'm just trying to find... Um, oh, where is the thing on here I'm trying to find? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. I can't find it. Uh, let's go to Bill in Leighton. Hello, Bill. Oh, hi Ian, how you doing? Mate? I'm doing very, very well, sir. How the hell are you? Oh, I'm alright. I've got the flu at the minute. What, how you got the flu? Yeah. What, how, how long have you had that, mate? Oh, since last Sunday. So, I'm, you know, I'm trying to find my Mr. T clips to play you and I can't find them anywhere, Bill. No? Oh, he's a loser anyway. He won't come on your show. I uh, know, but listen, we're trying desperately to, um... To, to get him to come on, but I don't think he's going to come on. I'm going to have uh, to quit my show. Quit your jibber yeah, shut up. I'm your no, all right, shut up, uh, Don't make me mad. We got it. He's gone a little bit mental now. Yeah, we, we don't need Mr. T. Thing is, I do need him, Bill, because you bigged me up and made me make say make this statement saying if Mr. T doesn't come in, I've got to quit my job. I didn't say that. Well, you made me say it. I never said that. Well, as, you, as you correctly pointed out, you're the one that introduced Mr. T to the show. Yeah, but I didn't. It's your fault. You're putting the job on the line. No, it's not. My it's not my fault, Bill. It's your fault. Well, we if I'm going down, you're... Yeah, ten cats. <laughs> yeah, I've got that once every month. If I'm going down, Bill, you're coming with me. Okay. Oh, nice. That'd be cool. Yeah, see you there. Okay, where are we going? Uh, we go Stringfellow. Oh, shut up, you're tricking me. Bill, why have you called in? 
Well, it was about shows, but now you're talking about EastEnders. I used to really like talk to Clive Ball and really big up EastEnders, but it's rubbish now. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really tired of it. it I don't watch it no more. It, when was the last time you watched it? About I don't know, a month ago, two months ago. It's, what a month ago, two months ago? Yeah, two months ago. You haven't got any songs about EastEnders, have you, Bill? Uh, yeah, I could have one. If one I'd, in the pipeline. I'd like to hear one. If, it, if I'd like to look in your pipeline and, and pluck out an EastEnders song from it. Okay. As long as it hasn't got any swears in it. Oh no, I don't swear. <laughs> Go on, let's hear it. EastEnders, it used to be good when it had a man called Frank Butcher. Oh, Pat Pam, sorry. And then it went really rubbish because they got little wimps like Alfie and he's only good enough to sell dares on the TV because he's a dares man and I don't like him. I wish he'd drown in a load of dares in a bath. Do you like it? <laughs> I'm going to wet myself. <laughs> It is now, unfortunately, this is the 15th best show we've ever done, which isn't brilliant, but I'm loving it. I am Bill. Yes, I did enjoy that song, mate. Thank you very, very much indeed. Oh, I'm, I do hope you're enjoying this tonight. I'm having the time of my life. I'm having the time of my life. Let's do some of these texts. I haven't got time for you now. Let's do a couple of texts. Um, who does Letitia Dean or whoever the guy thought was hot playing East End? I don't understand what Ian, I went to school with the son of the gym owner where Arnold Schwarzenegger trained at Forest Gate. So, what? What? I have a signed Monkeys album cover, says Ian and Chingford. I, now, see, I'd like that. I've got a signed Monkeys album cover, signed by all four of them. Uh, I'd like that as well. Autographs. I have Rod Hull and Emu. And, and now, how can you get Emu's autograph? That I'd like to know. And my a pen in his beak. Yeah, it's just a, yeah, a big beaky pen. That's not, you're not going to recognise that as Emu. And my wife has all the cast from EastEnders in the 80s, says, uh, that's Jason and Marie and Dagger. 0870 it is the last... Oh, keep that email. We'll have that email, and I want, I want, I want to get in touch with Claudia. More of your calls, your texts, and that email after the latest LBC 97.3 news. Oh, it's all kicking off. Quickly, uh, quickly before I do that email, let me look at this text. Where is it here? Uh, Maggie Nugwood is peed off with me. I'm, I'm not one of your best callers, eh? That's the last time I call you then. To say that on the radio is very offensive. Bye-bye for the final time from Maggie Nugwood. I'm gone. Maggie, I'm only teasing. Come on, let's not... For I, I fear I've upset a lot of people this evening. Uh, this is the email I got excited about. Claudia says, Ian... My bi- oh, there's an X in there, this isn't gonna work. My big sister's ex-husband's best friend is Luke Wilson, Owen Wilson's brother, star of Bottle Rocket. I met him at my sister's wedding. He was nice. Oh man, I'd love to be friends with, uh, with a Wilson. Yeah, genuinely would. They're my favourite, favourite actors. And Brian Wilson, my favourite. Anyway. Uh, EastEnders is rubbish, it needs to be trashed. Every time I'm switching channels and I, uh, I come across it, I cry. Uh, someone sent me a text. Uh, Ian, uh, where is it? Uh, every time you slag off EastEnders, my dearly beloved gives a big unapproved, unapproval sigh. Please tell her to shush. Thanks, matey. That's from Jason. Shush, love, for God's sakes. Um, my brother has played pool with Dave Courtney, says Ollie and Oakwood. Well, that's not very cool. He's, he's a bit of an idiot, Dave Courtney, isn't he? He's that, that faux gangster. 
Uh, EastEnders was awful tonight. The writers need to get their acts together, says Daniel in London. 0870-9090-973. Becky from Leighton says on the text, I got the wrestler Big Daddy's autograph and Nick Kamen. You remember Nick Kamen? He was the, the, the fella in the Levi's ad. He took the jeans off, wasn't he? He had a minor hit single. Uh, Dave is in Kingston. Hello, Dave. First name, Mr. Bill Got him here with me, mate. Oh, Dave, c can he come on the show? Well, I'm not too sure, actually, you know, because he keeps saying things like, I beat a ball. And that's quite annoying. Well, it is quite annoying, but it, it's kind of cool at the same time, isn't it? Don't make me mad. You're right, Mr. T. You see, he's, he's, he's not happy. I beat a ball. He, he... Don't make me mad. I beat a ball. Get a ball. I beat a ball. Get a ball. I pity the bull. Get up, Paul. I pity the bull. Get up, Paul. I pity the bull. Get up, Paul. I pity the bull. Yeah, that, that have got a bit of a first name, Mr. Middle name, period. Last name, T. They're arguing amongst themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and Dave, that's why, that is why you don't get two Mr. T's in the same room. Get up, Paul. Don't make me mad. <laughs> don't make me mad. Because <laughs> they just argue amongst each other themselves. Don't just... give me no back talk, sucker. Hear that? Don't up. give me no back talk. Shut up, fool. Well, Mr. Tease. Don't give me no back talk. Mr. Sucker. Tease, would you please stop fighting amongst yourselves? First name, Mr. Middle name, period. Last name, Tease. I pity the fool. Don't give me no back talk, sucker. I pity the fool. Don't make me mad. Don't make me mad. And that is why you do not get more than one Mr. T in, uh, the A-Team. There must be an episode of the A-Team where Mr. T has played Mr. T's twin brother and they meet up. That must have happened. That happens in every American sitcom. That'll, that'll happen in EastEnders. You know that Shane Ritchie is going to play Shane Ritchie's twin, twin brother at some point. There, there, there must be a Mr. T, an episode of the A-Team where Mr. T meets Mr. T using excellent special FX that are neither special nor effective. Oh, that's, that's upset me and excited me at the same time. I feel like a naughty boy. Beverly is in Teddington. Hello, Beverly. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm all right. What can I do for you? I've got a song about EastEnders. Really? Yep. Have you written it yourself? Yeah. Are you, Beverly, before we get you to sing the song, which I know is going to be excellent, are you a fan of the EastEnders? Kind of. Well, no, if you are, you can admit it. I won't take the mic. My mum is, but I, she watches it and I just kind of watch it as well. Because there's nothing better to do. Well, who's your least favourite EastEnder? Was <laughs> oh, that your mum? Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> What's her name? Um, Val. Val is... Beverly, can I ask, is Val drunk? No. It, it, she had a little bit to drink now. <laughs> shut up! Val! Shut up! I'm talking to Beverly! I am not talking to you! She said sorry and then she went oi. Well, she, sorry oi isn't good enough. Beverly, listen, I, I believe your mother is a bad influence on you. I think you should try and get out of the house more often. But can you sing me your East Enders song, please? Okay. Okay, here we go. Anyone can fall? Val, she just started! <laughs> Give the girl a break! Shut up! And I do apologise to any listeners that are offended by my, my strong language here, but... Val, shut it! 
Be Beverly, would you like to have another go, please? Okay. And if, if Val interrupts you again, do your best to fight through it, Beverly. Okay. Away you go. Anyone go? <laughs> oh dear, this is okay. 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 Here we go. Anyone can fall in love, even Zoe Slater, and maybe even Stacy. Everyone hates Johnny Allen's kid. They all need a slap, and Dennis has come back. Do 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 do. Val, if you want to start having a go at your daughter, you can now. <laughs> Beverly, listen. That was I, I. I. I've got no idea who you were singing about there. Yeah. But it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Shut up. Are you telling me to shut up? No, oh, I'm telling my mum to shut up. Okay, well listen, Beverly, you go off and row with Val. I've got no idea who she's talking about. I, I do not know any... I know Dennis. Dennis is Dirty Den's illegitimate son, or oh, what a surprise, who's a little bit smarmy, but the girls love him and they think he's cool. Leave our Clive Bull alone. He is king. He says that you tell lies anyway and that you are his nemesis. Oh yeah, I'm scared. That's from Alex, who's aged 11. Right, yeah, I'm really, really scared of that. Really? Well, uh, you just got to tell him to stop lying all the time. Ian Beanpole Lee. All right, Clive. I'm filling in for Clive for two weeks. And you know that at the end of that two weeks, Clive Ball will be getting a phone call. Probably get a text from the boss saying, Oh, Clive, don't bother coming back, actually. Don't, don't need you. Ian's going to be doing it all the time because he's brilliant. Oh, dear. <laughs> Gary from Croydon was upset by the Mr. T's having a row. It was a disturbing noise, wasn't it? It was a disturbing noise. Uh, 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, you can text as well, 0771 And email ian at Let me do some of these emails, I'm way behind on this. Um, Ian, I am very good at finding loopholes in what people say. I have found a loophole in the statement, if I do not have Mr. T on my show by Christmas, I will resign. You did not specify which Mr. T. It could be a Mr. Thompson or a Mr. T. Jones. I have come up with a solution because Clive Ball, stroke Phil Collins, was gloating on Wednesday evening about how you were going to be sacked. In other Clive Ball's news, he's nicked one of Igor's, Igor's songs and cannot stop talking about women's body parts. Says Tom, the Clive Ball correspondent. Yes, I know about this, uh... I know about this, this, uh, Igor, Igor nonsense. I'm very, very upset by it. I'm not, I'm not just upset, I'm... Excuse my language, peed off! Really peed off. Carla in Watford says, Ian, I'm, uh, we're talking about famous people, uh, relatives. I am married to Noel Edmonds' third cousin. Doesn't really look like him, and I did hope Noel would provide a helicopter for transport at our wedding, but never mind. I never met him, though. I mean, how often do you see third cousins? I don't even know what a third cousin is. But I know someone who can tell me. It's Marcus Churchill! Second cousin twice removed. Well, what does that mean? I never, I never knew. When everyone used to say to me when I was at school, you know, that you related to Winston, I'd be, yeah, second cousin twice removed. And they always believe me. Really? Stupid idiots. I thought you were his brother. Oh, ha, ha. Do you want to fight? <laughs> yeah, I do want to fight you. Hey, that's my mug. What are you doing using this mug? What do you mean that's your mug? That's my mug. See, I've spoken to Marcus and everything, but you're my favourite. Thank oh, you. Yeah, here you go. That's Maggie from Oakwood. Maggie. Play, play it again. I've spoken to Marcus and everything, but you're my favourite. What a creep. Yeah. You wait till I speak to her next. Sod, 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 <laughs> sod, 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 sod. <laughs> That's what you'll be saying. <laughs> I'm having fun now. They let me use the computer. I was just wondering how you did that. Ah, they let me, let me have a look with access. John behind the glass does most of it. Yeah. And I do the bits that are just once in a blue moon. Thrown in, yeah. That's very good. Um, oh, I keep putting going deaf in my left ear. Is that me? 
Anyway, sorry, it's all gone a little bit. Is shocking. it okay now? So second cousin twice removed. It, it, that, that just means your mum met it must them must be something to do with. Yeah, I think it's yeah, load of old nonsense. How are you doing? You're looking very perky. Am I good? Yeah. Good, good, good. Yes, yeah, all right, it's all right. You look cold in here. I know. It's, uh, I know. It keeps you on your toes, though. Yeah, I know. I do know what you mean. I'm going to keep you in here as long as possible. No, as you well. can't. I've got um, I've got the you know the autographs <laughs> to sign outside <laughs> for heaven's sake. <laughs> They're queuing yeah, up. I've seen that old tramp sitting outside by the gate. Mr. Churchill, please for ten pence, mate. What is on your show? On my show after one o'clock. Yes, your plug. In fact, you might, because uh, you're quite a tall boy, aren't you? I'm six foot four. Well, there we go. Um, so uh, we'll be talking a little bit about that and whether or not being too tall or too short or how your height is, how it's affected your life, because um, it does throw up a whole load of Hated problems. it when I was a kid, I love it now. Now, that's very interesting. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind betting that's often the case, although I still think for women probably there are other scenarios where it becomes, oh, you know... Oh, really tall, freakish tall is, women. Yeah, it is, it is a bit of a nightmare. So it's discussing that. We're also, um, uh, be talking about, um, are you genuinely happy living in this country because you know you pick up a paper you turn the pages all it is is slag it off yeah everything you just you walk away when i finish with a tabloid i'm like oh my god this place is awful yeah and it's not but that's the way they portray it so some good bits a, a little bit on that plus uh, saying one thing and doing another which you do all the time uh, so uh, we'll be discussing well, that hang on, and hang on, well, hang on a second <laughs> Was Marcus just <laughs> insulting me then? Is that what he did? I wasn't really listening, so I don't know. <laughs> well, that serves you right. Excellent exactly. stuff. Marcus coming in at one o'clock. See you later. Have a good show. Yeah. <coughs> you don't me. believe that Maggie woman either. Yeah, I've spoken to Marcus and everything, but you're Marcus. Uh, Marcus is in at one o'clock. You can start emailing him now. Email us. It's Marcus, M-A-R-C-U-S, at L-B-C dot co, uh, dot U-K. Ian, tomorrow I'm going to my Mrs.'s best friend's engagement. Hang on, let's work that wife's best friend's engagement. Her dad is George Michael's cousin. He could be there tomorrow, says Dave. I love that. George Michael's cousin could be there. Uh, one of my cousins married a Cray twin. Does that count as a famous relative? Uh, and talking of autographs, I know a charity shop that had a signed Timmy Mallet book the other day. That's good. Um, 0870 The last 15 minutes of the show, if you want to give us a call, it's probably a darn good time to give us a call. Autographs, famous relatives, uh, the worst act you've ever seen. We've still yet, I would love to speak to someone in the last 15 minutes of the show who has been booed, who has received booing. If that's you, then give me a call. Let me know. 0870 Gatsby very quickly says, Ian, I have Mary Millington's autograph. Look her up, you'll be impressed. She, she I know Mary Millington. She was either a soft porn star or... I'll look it up during this break. Well, I've just seen a picture of Mary Millington. Oh, I got rid of it. Sorry, let me bring it up again. It is who I thought it was. I wasn't expecting to see a shot quite like that, though. I can't believe a nine-year-old got the autograph of this woman. Ignore that page. Oh, different pictures have come up. That's naughty. Oh, the pic that oh, that's strange. I've never done that before on Google. Different pictures have come up in the picture search. Because the one I saw was, um... Um, I, it was just on Google. I don't know. Isn't that strange? I've never had that before. Let's try Google.com. Sounds like a lovely song in the background. That'll do. Very Millington. There we go. There we go. There we go. That's the picture. There you go. <laughs> 
Oh, it's don't, there's a lady in there. It's something to a horrible boys' club, and like something I vowed this show would never be worth it. <coughs> it was, wasn't it? A nine-year-old got her autograph. Do some of these texts. Uh, some of these emails, in fact. Ian, I have a framed montage and signed picture of Johnny Wilkinson holding the Rugby World Cup. It's a limited edition original. It's worth more if he never plays for England again. eBay had it at five hundred pounds. This is Chris. What? Uh, Johnny Wilkinson. I don't quite get it. <laughs> Ian, I watched an episode of the A Team. And uh, Mr. B.A. was chased into a wooden hut by the bad guy. When the baddie got in the hut, the B.A. Stump du stunt double jumped from the rafters wearing a crash helmet with a Mohican. Oh, uh, yes, that rings a bell, Tony. That does ring a bell. Uh, best autographs I have, uh, says Cy in North London, are Harrison Ford when I met him at the London premiere of E.T. in 1982. I also have a Carrie Fisher autograph written on a blue Peter postcard, which she signed just before the premiere of Empire Strikes Back, signing it, Love from my galaxy to yours. Yeah, girls are rubbish. Uh, Ian, we have some really cool autographs. I have signed pictures of John Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora after I met them in London in 2002. My son has M&M's autograph and my hubby has Lionel Richie's autograph. Oh, and Anastasia. I do like Anastasia. For some reason, the short, tarty girl who sings like that. Yeah, I quite like that. Lisa, if you email Ian, of course you can, we can sort that out, but you need to email, uh, to me. Um, da -la -la, da -la -la. oh, look, those people. Oh, e email in later. All these people who've done that. Uh, oh, <coughs> do, do we have? Do I have to take this phone call or? Igor, Igor, and Epson. How are you doing? Yeah, yes. Um, how are you doing? Been busy this week, haven't you? Well, uh, yeah. What you been up to? Well, you know, I just wanted to get some real airtime on, you know, good songs that I wrote, you know, just not right. be made fun of, like, I want to be taken seriously as a musician, you know. Okay, right. You're good for comedy. Right, so you, uh, you phone me up to do your funny songs and, and you, you palm yeah. your kids off onto me, but then you phoned up who, sorry? But I've got new new idea, you could, you could get on, um, you know German, don't you? You can... Yeah. Speak, yeah. We got this, um, I, I want to do this song for Clive, it's like Da Da Da, this old... By Trio, yeah, I know. Yeah. And, um... You want me uh, to be involved in this, do you? Phil, Phil being... Uh, this, this was you, wasn't it, Igor? Hang on. Oh, hang, it's coming up in a second. But you, see, I feel I'm being patronised a little bit. No. Is it a hit or a miss? This was you on Clive Ball's show the other night. Yeah. Don't play any more. Don't play any more of that. Why did you do that, Igor? Igor? I was I was listening in bed. Well, I thought it's the kind of stuff you're not into, you know. I had a tear coming out of my eye. You know, you try to do some M&M and you, you know, you just say, is it M&M or M&M, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. Did, I phoned in and complained. Yeah. Did you I hear guess. my phone call? Yeah, I guess it was you. Th this is it. Line seven, hello? Igor, Igor, your band. <laughs> I've never phoned up Clive, but well, I did, I used to phone him up years ago, but I was, in, I was incensed, Igor, and you heard the message in that phone call, didn't you? Mm hmm Yeah. You banned. Anyway, got this, um... <clears throat> Hang on, I'm, I'm, I'm banning you! You can't just go... Anyway, I'm banning you! Oh, okay. It breaks my heart, but I've got to do it. So, now is the time to say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. It, it, it is. Yeah. Eagle, I've, 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 I can't do anything a apart from ban you. Now is the time to yield the spy. No, he's not listening. Is he listening to me? Can he hear me? 
Is the microphone on? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. And any last words? Well, well, in the words of, you know, um, the great man himself, and he just turns around and goes, To get that. Who was that? Was that Shane Ritchie? Just cag. That's me! I sound, I sound like Shane Ritchie. <laughs> He's banned. I, you're banned, Igor Igor. Pardon me! That wasn't me. Where, where did you get that from? You've stolen my voice. Well... <sighs> have you got, have you got any songs you want to play before you go? This one I said to you, this is Barbie Girl in German. Okay. Quite a good one. Is is it good? Yeah. Oh, this is the last song you can play it's on this show. At least it's in keeping with theme. Okay. Wait, go on, then. Oh, well, I sent it to you. Oh, well, we haven't got it. Okay, I'll play it just a minute. Oh, this is this is why. I, uh, how come when he phones up Clive show, he's all slick and and, pro and professional. When he phones me up, he's drunk. Okay, I got it. He's back. No. Okay. No, but I, I didn't ask you about if you're going to sing on German song lists like for Clive. Sch like, no. Was ist mit dir, du mein Schatz? Guess ist immer du bergab. I'm not. I'm not singing on a song for Clive. Okay. Here we go, Barbie girl. close the curtain on my relationship with Igor stroke Igor betrayed et tu brute and I don't know what that means but it sounds like a good thing to say at that time doesn't it <coughs> 0870 I feel a bit sad about that I feel like a chapter has come to an end it's like you know when you split up with a girl not that there was anything like that going on but when you split up with a girl and you still got feelings for her but you, you really hate her and you want to punch her Again. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three uh is the telephone number. Hassan is in Wembley. Hello Hassan. Hi, um I'm calling about booing somebody off Did I do the right thing in ba banning Igor Igor? Um, in a way. Because he d he was the one who left you. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He cheated on me. Hassan, are you phoning in via an old forty five record? No. <laughs> um no, I, I, I don't even have an old 55 record. Okay, it's just, this is the noisiest line I've ever heard in my life. It's like you're playing a record. Um, I don't know if take that from a compliment or not. No, I w Can you hit your phone, Hassan? Hit your phone. One second. Oh, dear God, I apologise. It's much, much worse. Um, I'd blame that on you then. Well, you, you should do. Hassan, listen, we'll give you a call back. We'll try, we'll try and get that, uh, I'm sounding like the Preev now. Give, we'll give you a call back, Hassan. Your, your line's breaking up a bit there. Um, listen, we'll, we'll try and speak to Hassan, do some of your texts and your emails after this. Ian Lee. it used to be good when it had a man called Frank Butcher. Oh, Pat, I'm sorry. 
And then it went really rubbish because they got little wimps like Alfie and he's only good enough to sell dads on the TV because he's a dad's man and I don't like him. I wish he'd drown in a load of dads in a bath. Do you like it? This is a lovely email to get right before the end of the show from Stuart. My cousin is married to one of St Winifred's school choir. Well, it's a I'm assuming from the original one, not the... the, the what was it? Was, did they do Grandma? Was that them? Grandma, Grandma... I'm trying to try and get that in German. I have a signed photo... Also, I have a signed photo of the England football team from the 70s, which I won from Tiger Comic, including Kevin Keegan. But my favourite... Autograph is Ray Lonnon, who used to be in Z Cars, because I'm the only one who's ever heard of it. There is something quite satisfying about having an autograph that nobody else has heard of. Or something kind of cool in that. Ian, I don't collect autographs, but my girlfriend's son and his mate got a good one last night. We were in Tesco at Elmer's End in Beckenham, and we bumped into Dave Prowse, who played Darth Vader in Star Wars. Not only did he play Darth Vader, he was also the Green Cross Code Man. He was really friendly to the kids and gave them a great autograph that said, Dave Prowse is Darth Vader. I'm guessing that's because he's not in the new films that he's written that down. They planned to get a picture of Darth Vader and put the autographs with them. The best thing I gleaned... Oh, here we go. The best thing I gleaned from the meeting is that he much preferred being the Green Cross Code Man to Lord Vader. Nice and Beckham. That's flipping brilliant. You would... He must be gutted that he's not... He's not Darth Vader in the new film, is he? It's some young buck who plays it. I'm not totally sure. Oh, and John Travolta... Um, what, what does that say? What does that say from about John Travolta? Oh, we've got to send them to, we've got to send money to get a John Travolta autograph. Earlier on in the show, we signed up to the JohnTravolta.com, whatever it is, website. Please go to the fan club on this website. You must send two international postal coupons with your request. No UK stamps or cash except. What's a postal coupon? The message we sent was, my friend James says you sent him a picture, is that true? Can I have one? Do you know Mr. T? If he doesn't come on my radio show before Christmas, I have to quit. You are my last resort. Can you help? It comes to something. When I'm emailing John Travolta to try and get in touch with Mr. T, it, you kind of reached a bit of a, a desperate point there, uh, when that's, that's what you're doing. Um, let's have a quick look at the... the I... <laughs> Well, I certainly shouldn't read that out, but Jay, yes, they, they, they possibly do. Uh, Ian, when you ban someone, it means they cannot go on your show. You're obviously too much in love with him, and you will allow, allow him on again. Man, you got it bad. Forgive him, is an anonymous text from Eagle Eagle. I do feel bad about banning, banning him. I don't know. I don't know what to do about the whole situation. Uh, listen, that has been uh, the show for this evening. I've left the studio in a terrible mess. I must tidy it up. Uh, I'm back tomorrow evening uh, from 10 till 1. So please join me. It'd be nice to have your company. Tonight's show was, was supposed to be the fourth best show we've ever done. It peaked at the third, but I think by the end it's about the 15th best show we've done. I don't know. But someone... <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm not finished, Marcus. Whatever. Marcus, shut but up. Whatever. I'm doing a wicked introduction for you. Will you shut up? Right. 
for someone who always delivers a top-notch show that's really excellent and is number one in my book is <laughs> Marcus Churchill. Marcus, have a great one, mate. Thank you so yeah, much. Get on yeah, 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 bog off, bog off, boys. You know, it's about time we improve the quality on this station. So a guaranteed after the one o'clock news.